Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on French science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotter. And I'm Carrie Poppy. And uh, we're back for the final episode in our Conscious Life Expo series. Yay. I know you're sad. You didn't want it to ever end. But this is our seventh one, and that means that you can listen to one every day of the week until you die. Hmm. Or you can rest. That's true. Rest on the Sabbath. After you've listened to Which the seventh episode. Is Saturday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Don't get your Sabbath wrong because that's the mark of the beast, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is a, a good time for us just to recap some of the other smaller fun things that we did at the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles in February, mm-hmm. right before everything started getting shut down. So we're, we're glad we got to go and we hope it happens again next year. And again, we've said before, we didn't get to do as much as we would have liked to. And uh, we could have spent a lot more time there. Yeah. But we'll mention a few of the things today that we saw that could open up far larger worlds of exploration. Yeah. You want to tell me about some of the vendors and exhibitors you saw? Yeah. So for example, I right after I paid that woman for her book, the poetry book. Got I, some animation advice. I got a few steps away from her booth and was immediately grabbed by this tall, confident guy. You know, he was just wearing a t-shirt, but he had this just big air of, I'm this confident salesman and I'm going to talk to you like this. And uh, I'm selling red pine tree oil. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Lysol or something. Yeah, come right over here. Here, have a drop of this. Oh, okay. He gives me a, a little dropper of his live pine oil and he's very careful to emphasize this is red pine oil and so i'm gonna drop in my mouth no 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 sublingually oh okay Okay. all right let's put it under the tongue so i put that in and he's like best thing you've had in your life am i right (laughs) whoa whoa hold on (laughs) and it's it's really strong it's one of those essential oils okay uh, that just fills up and with pine yeah it fills up your sinuses immediately like just your whole head now is a big pine tree yeah gross (laughs) yeah it's strong really strong i mean i like the smell of pine but i wouldn't want to eat it so while i'm kind of staggering around in front of him going whoa 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 (laughs) he's saying yeah this (laughs) This is is stronger than ayahuasca yeah this can handle viruses and bacteria and it restores your Uh adrenal gland and and clears every metabolic pathway in the body and he's like making all these rapid claims i'm going whoa whoa okay pine tree oil all right the thing that really stood out for me was that he says that it slows down cell division. And I'm thinking, do I want that? Do you want that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that a good thing? I mean, uh, he probably is thinking, oh, it's anti-aging. But there's a lot of cell division that's very important. Right. And uh, he's uh, he's telling me that it'll increase the length of my telomeres. Those are the oh, little, good. little ends on each DNA strand. So as your DNA separates and recombines over time you lose some of these telomere caps. Whoa, right, right. That's been one of the prime suspects that people have looked at to say, like, this might be kind of how aging happens. Happens, sure. Right, and so he says, oh, so, you know, you could live longer. Do you remember that telomeres also, like, eat their own butts kind of thing? Like, it's a... It's like a wraparound process, like oh. a, like, a, like that snake game. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know the process in any detail, but mm-hmm. sounds right. So yeah, he's reeling off the benefits. And he's, he's just in this like tiny half booth right in between two things with like quantum signs. But yeah, livepine.com, they've got this oil. If if what I've told you convinced you that you need some, mm. uh, it's just $81 on the site. 
Uh, uh, for how much? For a two ounce little jar. Okay. Of, this is the jar that he gave me. But they also have capsules. That's only 110 bucks. Okay. And all kinds of other pine products uh, that you can get there. Uh-oh, wait. What did you say the URL is? Livepine.com. Ah, I put livepineoil.com. Oh, I thought you tried livepine.horse. <laughs> I was going to tell you that's actually I just, not it. Uh, default to horse. All the time. Ooh, pretty website, though. There's pine trees. I love pine trees. You know what? I'm sold. Okay. Yeah, buy some. Just not for me. Guardian Angel Acupuncture? Oh, yeah. They've got other products there as well. Uh, If they're selling Guardian Angels, but instead they gave you some essential oils. I don't know. There's lots of people at the Conscious Life Expo selling Guardian Angels. So Okay. (laughs) Uh, Fair. I guess that's his way to stand out. But, yeah, he said, this always gets me. One drop is all you need. And so he's giving me that drop like, cool, I'm good then. Oh, right. Good for life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And don't worry, my cells won't be dividing, so they're going to be in me forever. Yeah, so I'm now perfectly preserved. You might as well have encased me in plastic. Right. Because I've had one drop of this stuff. Of course, though, that doesn't make for a business model. Correct. So after we talked for a while, the last thing he said to me was like, come back later for another drop. (laughs) You just said, (laughs) one drop's all I need. Uh, I asked him how he knew all all the- all you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. But it could be even better, Mm -hmm. right? There's need and then there's want and then there's- optimal health i don't know (laughs) Uh, and so yeah i asked him oh wow how'd you find all this out and he said oh well we've got a researcher i'm just the founder oh okay i'm just the founder the founder yeah steve a very smooth salesman so as scientology would say he'd already body routed me Mm -hmm. to his little little half booth there and would have smooth talked me into buying a, a bottle but I, I got away and said, oh, well, maybe I'll come back later. Maybe we've talked about this before on the show, but this is bringing up a principle that I feel like needs addressing because I've heard it a lot recently, Yeah, which is people being confused about, well, ozone is used to disinfect things or, oh, it says on the back of my squirter bottle that it kills the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? Can I, could I eat this? Could I spray this on something and be safe, et cetera? If something can kill a pathogen, say, on your table, yes, that's different mm-hmm. than you putting it in your body and it's circulating through your system and you having immunity now. It's a very good distinction to make. Yeah. This is uh, also the problem with there's something called ozone therapy that for a complicated reason I've gotten very knowledgeable about in the last year. Uh-huh. But it's an alternative medicine practice where they put ozone in your blood. It's highly dangerous. But their whole argument is like, well, ozone kills bacteria. And it's like, well, yeah. But it can kill other things too. <laughs> yeah, it could get yeah, it could kill you. And even if it kills bacteria, like, I mean, their examples are like on a table in, in cultures and stuff. It's like, that's not the same. Right. That's right. not the same. Yes, you can kill coronavirus with bleach. If you had coronavirus right. on your table and you wiped it with bleach, yes, it would die. Do not ingest bleach. It will kill the rest of you too. Right, right. Don't do that. No, no, thank you. Oh, anyway. People. Oh, man, there's just so many fun, interesting things. As we've been talking about, it's really hard to walk down these aisles. First of all, because you have so many carnival barkers mm-hmm. trying to drum up interest for their particular product and get your attention. 
mm-hmm. and also just because they are all interesting. You know, there's so many things going on. So there's a woman there who's offering Akashic record readings and healings and classes. Like, well, cool. On any other day, if I was at the farmer's market and I saw you there, mm-hmm. you would be the sole focus of my attention. But you're just one booth amongst many next to the quantum balance crystals. Mm-hmm. And in the other booth that has all these glowing gugas that are supposed to protect your home from smart meters. <laughs> and I also passed by the uh, Sirius booth. So Ooh, uh, that's on Sirius. Yeah, the Sirius as in the uh, the star, S-I-R-I-U-S. Mm-hmm. And that was talking about ascended masters. And and now that I look back, I realize that was the, the group that was following Tatiana Makushina. Ah, great. You went to her talk. Yes, the world's most about. boring spiritual leader. Yeah. Ooh, is she more boring than Harold Klemp? Hard to say. That's quite the competition there. Mm-hmm. They had an interesting booth, though, I got to say, because there's various people walking around wearing white clothes. Yeah. Look, looking a little bit like they were maybe out of the past or some alternate universe. There's like pictures of these various spiritual leaders and uh, signs about the Maitreya. Who is the Maitreya? Oh, right. e- every religion is expecting someone who's going to return. Oh, did they call her the Maitreya? You know, the, well, the sign was there. I They don't explicitly say, at least on this sign, that she is the Maitreya. But they're saying that uh, all of these different names like Christ, Buddha, Imam Mahdi, Krishna, the Messiah, they're all just different names for the Maitreya, the world teacher, head of the spiritual hierarchy. Hmm. He is in the world now. Oh, he. Oh, okay. So, okay, there we go. But this was her group? Unless, you know what? Oh, hmm. Because I thought I saw that booth and recognized it as some people I ran into at VegFest. You know what? Maybe this is bleeding over into the next door booth. Ah, well, that tells you something that you couldn't tell them apart. If they're... (laughs) <laughs> They're right next. Hmm. You know what? Okay. I, I take it back. Maybe the Maitreya then is from this other booth right hmm, next door. Okay. These two people three feet apart both say they're the way, the truth, and the life. I'm. <laughs> how do I differentiate That's between the two? so funny. Okay. You know what? I'm going to show you a photo here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the world teacher has come is on the left. Yes. And that one is... Sirius is slightly divided by a little... Yeah, I still don't know which one's which. So on the right is... The Sirius slash Ascended Master booth. And on the left is our gal, okay. Tatiana. Uh, the right is Tatiana's uh, okay. followers. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, because she was into the Ascend- Ascended Masters oh, thing. So That's I don't right. know who okay. the world teacher is who okay. has come. Uh, right. I think I do in a sense. I think I ran into these people at VegFest. Okay. But their whole philosophy is confusing, and I, I think we would have to see in person to really understand. But what? I remember talking to someone there and at VegFest who probably a year and a half ago. Okay. And asked, and I think they were like, well, we don't just tell people. We get you to come to our thing and uh, then we tell you. Sure, yeah, that's too easy. Yeah. You got to work for this basic knowledge. Right. Okay, well, the one uh, talking about this world teacher who has come, the Maitreya, had sightings of stars all over from Bakersfield and Pasadena and Germany and Boston <laughs> oh, and France. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I just love that they led with Bakersfield and Pasadena and Huntington Two, Beach. Oh, three towns near LA for those not from here. These sightings of this star that has foretold uh, the Maitreya's coming. Okay, Wonderful. that's so funny. Well, at least those two booths were not duking it out. Yeah, yeah. But this is one of those ones again where I thought, oh, I need to learn more, but I just had to kind of quickly walk by. 
I saw the Anu Alchemy booth. Oh, is that my white Ormus guy? Yes. So he was there doing little healings. Oh, yep. That's the guy. That's the guy who invented it there. The founder and discoverer. Mm -hmm. And did you know that that stuff makes you a magnet for baseballs? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. As I was walking by, the creator founder guy who's wearing like this gold vest. That's pretty awesome. He's got his hand on somebody's forehead and he's doing some kind of healing or something. And yeah. my heart went out to, there was a boy sitting there. Oh, that's that's the boy. Wait, you know this boy? That's oh, the who boy attracts the baseballs. Who attracts baseballs. Oh, this poor kid. Like, that's the magnet. I just felt for him. He's sitting there with an iPad or something, just like trying to keep himself busy. I just, I felt for him like all the hours I spent at churches, just kind of waiting around for the parents to do their thing. Yep. You know, this is him at this booth. Oh, okay. I guess my mom sells the stuff. And right. That's my life. She told me to go talk to him. And I, I think he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it works. You know. <laughs> He's going to have stories to tell when he it. gets older. Yeah, indeed. I just, it felt like a, a parallel existence to my own, but in a very different world. Yeah. And I saw that at other booths, too, where, you know, the person's doing their shtick, but they've got their disinterested kids sitting nearby. This is this is their life. Right. Indoctrination such a funny thing. So what's actually happening for him is the same as what happened with, like, Megan Phelps Roper, right? It's just like... This is the normal world that my parents introduced me into, and they've not taught me any other way. Right, exactly. I have not yet gained the perspective to know that this is very fringe. Yeah. At one point, there was a a guy selling a massage gun. And so I came up to him like, okay. And I'm like, wait for what's the claim? And he starts, uh, he turns this thing on. And I don't know, it looks like someone's essentially taken a drill and they've just added this attachment that kind of rapidly bop, 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 sort of um, pummels you with this massage oh, thing. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt great. So he's giving me this old massage and it's like, okay, well, what does this do? And oh yeah, well, it massages you. And it's like, oh, <laughs> This is huh. so refreshing. This like, is, that's what I thought it did. It doesn't realign any spiritual energies <laughs> you're, within you're me? You're like excited. It doesn't heal anything? It doesn't it call just angels down upon good? me? <laughs> yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't interact with uh, biofields? Or subluxations? <laughs> nope. And, uh, oh my God. So that Tell me one. might be the only legit thing I saw on the entire show floor. <laughs> that's interesting because down below there was a whole massage area. Did you see it? There's like massage chairs, oh, yeah. massage attachments. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they were making wild claims or if they were just like, people here will like massages. Yeah. I mean, a massage is a nice thing. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. That was 200 bucks. Came with six attachments. As I started walking away, it was $150. So <gasps> yeah, could have gotten a real good oh, deal yeah. on that. But that's not what I was there for. Um, you are here for things that make wackier claims than us. <laughs> yeah, sorry, massage guy, but I appreciate you selling something without anything uh, attached other than your attachments. the six attachments. There was uh, this true aligned body system, and it had people kind of face down with their heads disappeared into this pillow mask, and, and then people doing adjustments on their backs. And I thought it was this thing that had been on social media shortly before with this, uh, was it famous actress or something? Yeah, uh, Julian Huff. Like this guy had just touched certain points in her body and she started squirming and writhing around. Yeah, and it was like sort of half possession, half sexual. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's kind of like moaning and yeah, what's going on with this? Yeah. So just at a at a glance, this looked like the same thing. So I got all excited. And I was telling Carrie, oh, we gotta go back and do this and squirm around. But no, it was just some kind of face down alignment of spiritual honor. Who knows? It wasn't <laughs> what I was hoping it was. Just something that looked identical but not as fun. 
this place is so wild. There's so many colors. There's so many interesting costumes. The next thing I walk by is like a bunch of people with their heads sticking out of these little individual saunas. Oh, nice. Oh, well, yeah, I saw those. Imagine this, I don't know, like kind of silver tent camp with (laughs) just these little cubicle shaped tents with people's heads popped out the top of them. I don't know. Yeah. Ask yourself how you'd bake a person. It looks a (laughs) little... Without, but, with, but without killing them. But yeah, right. And preserving the eyeballs to the last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it's so funny to me to walk down these aisles and just, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. You never know what's going to come out of these aisles' faces. <laughs> there was this other booth I didn't get to stop at called the Shambhala Planetary Monastery. Oh, okay. And they were the ones that had the giant metal pyramid that you would sit under with four chairs faced in different yes, directions. Yes, And they had people wearing headphones having some kind of rhapsodic experience. And holding like what looked like dumbbells but made of wire. Yes. Copper wiring, I R- think. Right. And all kinds of really interesting little metal structures, uh, hanging visually it was a really cool booth yeah i remember taking a picture of this place and i would have loved like if you said ross you can go back to the conscious life expo and experience one thing you missed that's probably the next thing i would go to wow cool oh there's many things i would experience but that was one of them uh i walked past there was this little conference area they had chairs lined up and it looked like a PA system so that people could come in and just take turns giving little talks and so it was between talks there was a drawing pad up for a demonstration and I was so intrigued because they had written out in big numbers three plus four equals seven five plus six equals question mark oh I was like eleven but maybe Is not. <laughs> yeah, right. What? You're what? making me question it's it. So intriguing. Oh man, I just I love this show floor. Uh, <laughs> uh, so one of the next guys I got into a conversation with was somebody who had an ionic foot bath uh, product. Classic. I've taken these. Yeah, this, and so have you. Yeah, we did an episode not too long ago. So yeah. uh, if you want to learn kind of exactly what's going on with that, definitely check that out. But he was selling the Alimtox Ion Generator. Okay, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. the name of his particular product. And I think they have sort of a reseller thing going on. If it, I remember right, that one, instead of being a detox thing, is like an energizing thing. Like it's supposed to charge you or something, yeah, th- right? Yeah, this tied in a few different claims all into, into one. But it was mostly based around this ionic foot bath. Okay. And uh, this guy, Wayne, was there. And I don't know... He He was also wearing a t-shirt and a flat-brimmed baseball cap. And I don't know. I have a hard time taking you seriously as a seller if you're wearing a flat-brimmed baseball cap. I'm trying to picture a flat-brimmed baseball cap so it doesn't curve. Right. Like he hasn't done that thing where you pull it down on either side and loosen it up. Yeah, it's like this is fresh out of the box and I've put it on my head. Oh, right, right, right. That's that's a look. I, uh, huh. I guess I know enough people who sport that look that I don't think that would do anything. All right. Well, this is a prejudice on my part, but... (laughs) It wasn't this guy, but that's the look. Right, right, right. Yeah, (laughs) I know enough people with that look that it doesn't uh, do anything anymore, but I get it. If you're trying to sell me an ionic foot bath. Take a moment and bend your cap. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Then I'll hear you out. No, I I still heard Wayne out. 
there were a lot of signs he'd put up all these little banners talking about the different uh, things that it helps you with. Of course, it improves your overall health, your sexual energy. That's great. Uh, but he started selling me on how essentially what we're doing with this is chelation. And so, oh, Uh-oh. okay, like heavy metals. Yeah, yeah. But also just debris in your cells. Oh. You know, we're, we're loosening it. We're helping run it out. And he had kind of an interesting way of describing this because I kept saying, okay, and you're pulling all this out through your feet. And he had sort of an interesting alternate way around this by saying that by coursing this ionic energy through your body, what we're doing is we're loosening all this stuff and it'll come out in other ways too, not just through your feet. Okay. Which I thought was clever, though you also do have the same thing with the, you know, the metal fixture in the water and all the gunky stuff that comes up. Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah. So that's still part of it. Oh, interesting. Then this isn't the one that I saw that was energizing. Because I asked a woman using it. She's like, you got to do this. It's amazing. And I said, oh, does like that that stuff come out of it? And she's like, oh, nothing comes out of it. It just energizes you. Oh, interesting. Okay, no, I think this was a different booth. Okay. I was tempted to pay $5 just to be like, hey, watch this. And then not put my hands on it. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I told him that I had been to a, a foot bath not too long ago. And he said, oh, well, did they put a wristband on you? And I said, mm-hmm. no, no, I don't think they did. He said, ah, like... 90% of the time, you'll go to these places and they'll give you a foot bath. And it's barely functional because if you don't have the wristband on, it's not fully completing the circuit oh, of the ions, sure. the negative ions through your body. Oh, okay. Okay. Duh. Maybe she could tell I was over 21, so I didn't need a wristband. <laughs> and then he was talking about alkalinity and how we also have these water purifiers. So this was another part of the whole package. You get these water purifiers. And he says, yeah, most people's water is like this. And he points to a cup of water he has that's all yellow uh, you know, like pee but okay clear it's obviously not pee uh he says you know most people drink water like this but you want to drink water like this and so he's got water that's dyed blue oh and no i don't want that either yeah he's like well it doesn't it doesn't have to be blue but it's alkaline you need to get mm. the ph balance correct and so he had this kind of stainless steel metal thing that had some sort of filter built into it i don't know it was this whole duma jig that he unscrewed and poured water into and then he poured it out and it was a slightly different color and he's like see try that I'm like mm. oh, okay good <laughs> it's water we gotta talk about alkaline water sometime because i'm a little unclear on it I looked it up one time, like, to see if there were studies out there, and yeah. I felt like, oh, I think this is kind of like gluten-free, where a very small segment of the population could benefit. Oh, interesting. But there's no there there as far as, like, thus everyone should. Oh, yeah. I haven't looked into it deeply, but my recollection is that the body does a pretty good job of mm-hmm. neutralizing everything anyway, so unless you're eating a wildly imbalanced diet right. or have some other kind of external factor, you're going to end up with the same pH balance across all right. of the substances within your, your body regardless. Which I could believe with the variety of humanity that some people do have, you know, their bodies have trouble moderating those things, but mm-hmm. it would be a specific subset of people. One of those things like, if you need it, your doctor will tell you you need it. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. most likely. So then you told me, well, it's $1,200 online, but you can get $300 off here if you buy it. I said, oh, so 900 He said, well, actually 1000 
So I was getting really confused. Five plus six equals question mark? <laughs> that must have been his presentation. <laughs> so it turns out it was 1299, which he represented as 1200 normally. Oh. Oh, yeah. But he was going to give me the discount price of 1000 He's like, oh, yeah, and we'll throw in all these extra things. You get arrays. A-R-R-A-Y. Array is the actual, like, thing that puts the attachment in the water that does that whole ionization process. So you get an extra one of those, you get the wristbands, you get two of these water ionizers. And he said, oh yeah, if you try to get like a Kangen water device, that'll be $3,000. This is a huge steal. Oh my goodness. So I was trying to sort of edge away and just move on to other things. I felt, "Ah, I kind of understand your claims. We've looked into this before. Uh, I had to kind of- And you didn't walk away without one, right? (laughs) Right. So I said, oh, well, let me think about it. I got to keep walking around here. Oh yeah, I tried using the excuse that had worked with the massage guy. I said, oh, I don't really want to carry this around with me the whole time. Oh yeah. Oh, we can do shipping right to your house. Oh shoot. That's all the worst you put out an excuse and it's the wrong uh-huh. excuse and now they've talked it down and now it feels like oh you've obligated yourself instead of excused yourself <laughs> exactly yeah. and so i said okay well maybe i'll come back later so i'll oh, come back anytime try out you know we'll give you a foot bath it's like only 30 seconds oh wow okay so uh yeah that was my ionic foot bath from alum talks there was a, a CBD oil booth with all the benefits, and they had a, a big microscope, really fancy microscope there. You could tell they were proud of. I wonder what they were Ooh. doing with it other than just having it there as a prop. Yeah. I wonder if you could look at the CBD. Could you see BD? Oh, mm-hmm. that would, yeah. I like it. I like it. So while I was wandering around, what were you up to, Carrie? I was probably off in a parallel universe. <laughs> Who knows what I was doing at that exact moment? You, you fall into a time warp at this place. But yeah. yeah, I wrote down a few exhibitors that stood out to me. And I also took a bunch of materials. Boy, all the paper you could ever need or want oh, at yeah. this place. Oh, yeah. Carrie's got a fat file yeah. of brochures and handouts and books. Ugh. So I'll go through some of those. But as for exhibitors I actually talked to, there was a... A guy selling something called C60 Purple Power. Did you see this guy? Oh, yeah. I saw the the signs for that. And they had like a lot of super fit athletic people, things that look like stock photos that they just yeah, yeah. repurposed for this. Right. And I think, I think his product had CBD in it, but I'm not even sure. I talked to him for a minute and I couldn't really get a clear read on like, okay, but what's in it? Mm. Why, why am I taking this great thing? But he told me that it was the ultimate antioxidant protection for people and pets. And here's what's really great about it. You cannot OD on it because it has no toxic level. Which tells me if it can't hurt you, probably probably can't help you either. Probably isn't doing anything much unless it's like a vitamin I'm deficient in. First, do no harm. That's good. Mm -hmm. But then actually do something. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I met some people from the International Association for Near-Death Studies. Ooh, yeah. I didn't, didn't see that. I had never heard of these people. They were in a tiny little alcove where they were getting very little foot traffic. But I thought they were pretty cool, having talked to them for only 10 minutes. But uh-huh. <laughs> they, So they connect people who have had near-death experiences. Okay. And they actually said to me... Apropos of nothing, just volunteered this, said, you know, and we're open to spiritual and scientific explanations. Okay. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be spiritual, which was kind of a surprising thing to say in this environment. You'd think you would try to angle it the other way. Right, right. Like you would even need to have that be part of your pitch. 
Yeah. Everybody here is spiritual. Right. Unless they're weirdos. <laughs> right. What kind of weirdos would just come in and wander around? <laughs> Who didn't have those views. So I said something, as we were talking, I used the term NDE, short for near-death experience, and yeah. he was very impressed. He but, was like, oh, oh. You know about the people literature. People don't know. Yeah. They don't know that term unless they've had one. Have you had one? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but I do know it. But they seemed cool. They seemed to me kind of like the Fortean attitude of like, maybe there's a there there. We let everybody come in the room and talk and yeah. make your own conclusions. All right. Yeah, I, I like those folks. Yeah, that's I think cool. that's pretty cool. And they are supposed to have a conference coming up. FYI, people in Salt Lake City, they're supposed to have a conference in September. Oh. But who, who knows? knows? I'm supposed to get married in October and who knows? My friend uh, just had to reschedule her wedding oh, man. to next year. When was hers going to be? August. Oh, yeah. All of our vendors have been like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. You should do the thing. And we're like, uh, uh, is this just because this is your business model and you need clients? Uh, my friend Natalie just posted the other day like, oh, it's so depressing to have to delete your Google Calendar entry for your own wedding. Oh, Yeah. That'll be me soon, very likely. Oh. Who knows? I was going to be speaking at Skeptical in June. That's oh. canceled. Yeah, I was supposed to see my mom next week in Wisconsin. That's canceled. But it's okay. We're protecting people who are vulnerable to a disease. That is worth the cost. Okay, Ross, look at all these materials. Okay. Oh. Hear them? Yep, I hear them. I see them. They're Carrie's on, got materials. On the table in front of me. With everything combined, I think I might have a good half a pound of literature. Oh, easily. Okay, so of course we've got Awareness Magazine here that's got our gal Tatiana Makushna on it. Makushna! I think this magazine is entirely her people, maybe? Well, it's easy to get on the cover if your people make the magazine. <laughs> I've noticed that, yeah. Yeah, that worked for L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> anyway, there's Awareness Magazine if you'd like to take a look. Thank you. You're welcome. Man, look at this. This, okay, I'm holding the exhibitors list pamphlet, just what it sounds like, a list of the exhibitors. Oh, yeah. And it is 42 pages long. Oh, wow. I mean, there are some ads in it, but the main content is just literally a list, like one line for each vendor. Is that Rama Manuel on the back, Obama's old chief of staff? It's uh, Raphael and Emmanuel, oh. embodied by Osseal Toxal. Um, That's different. I haven't heard of any of those three people. Well, Emmanuel, I've heard of him. He's in the Bible. I went to pick up one of the conference programs and then realized, oh, this is the Spanish version. So I have this uh, right. Spanish language conference, but it actually has like a whole different set of talks that they're highlighting oh, that right. are all in Spanish language. So then I also have my English language one. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, they had a whole arm of the exhibitor hall that was for Spanish speakers. And I was so excited because... For a millisecond, I read the sign without my mind going, I don't speak this language. Like, oh, I just cool. read it in Spanish. Oh, I love that experience. Yeah, it was cool. And then, of course, I got to, like, whatever, the third line and was like, oh, this is Spanish. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't speak it that well. Oh, that's great. But I've been learning it. Nice. I showed you this earlier, so we're not going to get your true reaction. But this card, I just found it again, this tarot card that was in my notes. Yeah. That I believe Dylan Monroe gave to me when he had decided I was sort of 
on the ends. Yeah. <laughs> you know? A sympathetic soul. Yeah. N- now I'm picturing it. I believe he took out a tarot deck and said, yeah, you know, I don't do this for everybody, but pick a card. We'll see what it means for you. And so I pulled Medina, M-D-I-N-A. Medina. I-, I think he said, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I pocketed it, never looked at it again until today when I realized it is a person Holding up a severed human head. <laughs> I would assume John the Baptist, but who knows? Who knows? Who and knows? there's a bunch of bees on it. And did you already Google Medina? Yeah, it's a it's a city in Malta. Oh right, okay. And I think that plays into I don't know the Knights Templar or one of his other okay big narratives. That makes sense. And I don't know something akin to an iron cross in the center, not quite. Yeah, but you know some which sort does of look like his kind of symbol. Artistry, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on there. I'd love to hear that unpacked. Yeah, iron crosses are one of those things that it's not quite swastika level, but it is one of those like ah. Enough white supremacists have co-opted this that maybe come up with something else. Mm -hmm, Maybe mm -hmm. just use something else. Yeah, that's right. There's Um, plenty of symbols out there. Right. How about a thumbs up? Yeah. (laughs) I joined your religion. That hasn't been corrupted yet entirely. Oh, that's true. Facebook. (laughs) Maybe I don't want to encourage them to do this, so we just have to get rid of everything we've got. You know what? In that case, stick with all the bad ones. (laughs) Okay, what have we got here? Oh, here's this is from Anu Alchemy. You oh, met yeah. them if you're interested in Ormus. looking at their official cell. Oh, this really clears it up for me. Anu Alchemy Ormus is collected in Navapashanam water by a loving community on full moon, solstice, equinox, or eclipse. Oh, good. It's made from many herbs and minerals by an immortal Sita from South India. And it's food for the pineal gland. Perfect. My pineal gland is stuck. It assists in activating the light body, increases clairvoyance and memory, promotes mental clarity. Great. Clears up acne. Great. Oh, can use that. Okay. <laughs> Acts as a natural Botox. Hmm. Relieves chronic pain. Reduce gum infection. I mean, isn't Botox also natural? Just dangerous? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Prevent gum disease. Grow healthier nails. What's not to like? I love anything that has claims that just jump from... The top of the pyramid to the bottom. So it activates the light body and grows healthier nails. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It takes care of the spiritual and the mundane. Yeah. But nothing in between. The lofty heights and the the lowest lows. I guess reduced gum infection, I'd say, is in between. There you go. Speaking of Botox, though, which can be injected at safe doses. Yes. I uh, now get it for my migraines. It's the most effective thing I have ever gotten. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, it takes a little while to kick in, but then you're migraine-free, right? Nearly. Okay. I mean, it, without it, on a bad month where the barometric pressure is high and the air is not clear, etc., I'll have, like, 50% migraine days over the course of a month. Oh, yeah. With them on a bad month, it's, like, three to four. Oh. So, significantly okay. reduced. Well, yeah. worth it. Yeah, worth it. Where, where do they put it? Oh, yeah. So, Apparently, this is what my neurologist told me. I haven't second-guessed him and looked it up. But apparently, there are these like 40 spots that they inject them into no matter where you get your migraines from, which is kind of counterintuitive. But supposedly, hmm. it works the same either way. So wow, just sounds like meridians it. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so there are like points in the base of your neck, the side of your neck. Your masseter muscles. Oh, yeah. Which is Carrie's a big one pointing for at me her cheeks. Because I grind my teeth real bad at night yeah. and it keeps you from doing that. Your temples. 
Of course, mm-hmm. your knights temples. Mm-hmm. Your templars. <laughs> yeah. Your like lower hairline. Although, unfortunately... Carrie I, is rubbing her fingers over all these parts. The last time I was like, can you not do the ones right there? Because it makes my eyes droop a little. And he was like, no, you got to do this. And then he did it super fast. And now I just have a little bit of droopy in my left oh. eye and not my right eye. Oh, wild. Yeah. Can you see it now that I say well, it? Now that you say it. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. And then, perhaps most importantly, they put it in your scalp. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So they kind of hit all those spots mm-hmm. in one session. Oh, my gosh. It's so fast. He just goes, because he's done it a it's million like, times. Be careful. It's I know. Botox. Actually, my neurologist is really weird. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's working great. But wow, that's fascinating. The, the last time I saw him... I asked him if everybody was worried about COVID, and he's like, oh, not really here, but thanks, China. And I was like, oh, no. Hmm. Oh, no, just give me them Botox shots, hmm. sir. You're holding a very sharp device. This isn't you the know, time. Come to think of it, I used to get headaches probably about a quarter as often as you would, hmm. but I haven't had any for many, many months. Maybe like a year. I hadn't really thought about it, but I haven't been getting changed. Yeah, me too. Well, I should keep doing whatever I was doing. When did you become a vegetarian? Can we blame it on that? Oh, no, that was like over three years ago. Okay, sorry. Oh, no. no, no, (laughs) Happy anniversary. Yeah, thanks. No, it's a a good thought, but yeah, I'm not sure actually, (laughs) but I'm glad not to have them. Yeah, that's interesting. You know what? We should go back. Try to figure out the last headache you had and then figure out what the last treatment is we got before that. There we go. So we can give it full credit. Yeah. Call him back and be like, hey, sweat lodge or whatever. (laughs) Okay. Here's good news. There's going to be a new Travis Walton documentary um, (gasps) that's going to debut at the Phoenix MUFON. Yep. Yeah. We got to meet him. On my terrible ex-boyfriend's birthday, November 14th. Okay. Exactly nine months after the Phoenix Valentine's Day. MUFON. Okay. Well, yeah. That looks exciting. Um, Hold on to that one. Also, I really love the artwork. Not the bad ex-boyfriend. Right. <laughs> that flyer. God be with him. But isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That, I love the oh, art. Oh, yeah. That's a great painting. I wonder who did that. Yeah. I feel like it's a variation on previous renditions I've seen of that abduction encounter. But yeah, it's got all the elements. It's got his friends in the truck there watching him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I saved this just because I thought it was great that among all of this stuff making these huge claims, there was one trifle for just a place you can go camping. If you'd like to go camping, we have a beautiful place to go camping. That's the equivalent of my massage gun. Like, oh, you just just have something nice. It actually does look beautiful. It is the Terra Nova Center in North Carolina. There you go, people. That's where you can go. Uh, This is also, I'll remind you, the place where I found out about Kimberly Meredith yes. of the Healing Trilogy. You may remember Carrie's interview with Kimberly. She and I are very close now. We're and really good friends. We may have another interview with Carrie and somebody else that she met from yes, the Conscious Life we Expo. Will. We'll definitely have one more. We might even have yeah, that's true. a third. Yeah, that's true. I guess this is a good moment to tell you some updates about Kimberly. Yeah. Okay, so SciTech actually followed up and sent more specific statements about her claim that she got a double-blind test there. Okay. Yeah, so they basically, they were really clear that she had not completed a double-blind study there, and she had not even completed a study there. Cool. So what she had done is... Cool, (laughs) Kimberly. 
she had gone for what they call a lab day or study day mm-hmm. where the person wants to uh, experiment with their powers, get some good equipment involved, get some good readings, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I think she had paid for this out of pocket. But he said that they made several proposals to her for a formal research study and she didn't choose any of the proposals and go forward. This sounds so familiar to me with my work with the IIG, now CFIIG, talking to a claimant for a while and eventually realizing, okay, this is just not coming together. Mm -hmm. Either they're not willing to abide by a protocol or they just see that, oh, shoot, I'm going to have to actually demonstrate this and sort of drop off the conversation. But then later on, they pop up somewhere else and say, hey, you know, I was validated by this Uh, group. Right. That's not how this went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good on you for checking with SciTech. Thank you. I actually really liked talking with them. I thought they were pretty cool. Awesome. And then he did send me he did send me the informal report they had given her about the images that she had. Those thermographs, if you recall. Yes. Um, that were kind of cut off so you couldn't see the dates on one side and the the posing was different from picture to picture. It didn't seem like it was too useful of information. Yeah. So this rep noted in his report his informal report, that the results don't conclude that she had caused any notable improvements. Oh, okay. So, to sum up, not a study, not double-blinded, not single-blinded, not double-blinded even by her definition of the term, which is that you go back over and over. Right. Didn't she, afterward, after this episode with you talking to her came out didn't she post on twitter an actual definition of double blind yes that's right as if she knew that to begin with yeah just said this is what double blind means just apropos of nothing just sharing this info well hey if nothing else happened at least now she knows what a double blinded study is actually supposed to be if nothing else happens i got a trump nickname because she tweeted about me and called me carrie poopy Um, yeah, she seems to be a little hung up on this interview. She tweets about it a lot. Yeah. deletes the tweet. You know, I, I kind of feel for she, her. She uh, asked to have two of our Facebook photos removed. Yep. She filed complaints. Yeah, which they were fair use. So we said, no, no, we're going to keep those. Also, her LinkedIn profile says that she went to UCLA nursing school. So I contacted them. They said... Nope, we don't have any record of her ever having been enrolled, much less completing. But they said she actually was an employee, and we're not allowed to comment on employee matters. We can't tell you more than that, but she was an employee. Interesting. Okay. Now, of course, you could work there, and you could be the line cook. You could be the head neurosurgeon. I didn't mention this before, but... On her IMDb profile, by mm-hmm. the way, I don't think we mentioned this before, she has played a nurse on TV many times. Yes. So she has many roles as a background nurse or assistant nurse. Under the trivia section in IMDb, it says she is also a licensed nurse. <laughs> cool. False. Not even just misleading, uh, false. Seemingly false, yes. We have, n- we have no reason to think that's true. Because as many have talked about, there, there are different levels of certification, Right. You could be an LVN, an LPN, a CNA. Right. And all of those are helpful and and good positions to have, but... Some of which are considered nurses. Right. But there is even some debate as to at which level of nursing you can just kind of use the phrase, I am a nurse. Right. Also, all those things, 
She wasn't those either, right. as far as I can tell. There was an entire part of the audio that I ended up editing just because it was so confusing, where I was saying, like, are you saying you were a different kind of nurse? What are you saying? But she it had just ample opportunity to so clarify yeah. if she was, you know, an assistant nurse or... Right. Uh, Licensed vocational nurse. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had looked up on their respective websites as well before this interview, like, okay, was she that? And tried to find it. And listen, here's the thing. I don't mean that I knew before the interview that she wasn't a nurse. I really didn't know. But I wanted to know, what is your answer to why can't I find it? If it had been... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was in this other state and they don't report to the federal registry or something. You know, those things happen. Right. I would have accepted that answer. it lapsed last year because I'm not actively working in that profession. That would still show up in a search. But but at least that could have been Mm -hmm. part of the explanation. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I don't think this question would even come off as unfriendly. If you had a nursing license and right. said to yourself, oh, that's weird. It's you only, couldn't find it. It's no. only when you have zero answer that suddenly it's very rude. <laughs> right. Probably. Anyway, I hope she's well. Um. Oh, look at that. Here's a David John Oates <gasps> trifold. David Your John buddy. Oates. Yes. Reverse speech. I, uh, I also have an update about him. Okay, what do you got? So since he's Australian, I reached out to my friends at the Australian Skeptics. Oh, yeah. Um, a really lovely group of people. And Trish Hahn, who's on the board there, uh, she got back to me. I, I asked her, do you guys have any experience looking at David John Oates' work? And she said, boy, howdy, do we? Yeah. Uh, and so for years, I mean, back into the early 90s, they've been sort of tracking his philosophy and checking it, testing it. And they did. A, a great little independent study where they got four groups of people and played them the same clips and then they ah, like nice. got group A sort of primed to hear the thing mm. David John Oates says you'd hear and then group B primed to hear something else that you could hear and then group C wasn't even told and you know anyway so yeah. they were very very thorough and their finding at least was uh, yeah it just matters whether you primed the person or uh, not. I'm glad you reached out to her I meant to talk to our friend Richard Saunders uh, right. who's uh, an Australian Australian skeptic as well, and a delightful person who runs the uh, Skeptic Zone podcast. Yeah. Because I'm sure he would have stories to tell about David John Oates as well. Totally. And speaking of which, while I was editing that episode and just looking for some of the clips that he had mentioned and used during the presentation, I found that he had, on the day of the 2016 election, Uh he had uploaded two videos. Mm -hmm. One was backmasking audio of Hillary Clinton. Okay. And the other of Donald Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. And all of the Trump ones were very rah-rah pro-America. Hmm. And all of the Hillary ones were about how insidious and horrible she is and planning huh. to enslave the world, etc. That's interesting since he was willing to do that. One backmasking where he said he was saying, I'm trying to scam you or something right. like that. Right, like he was willing to be a little more equanimical in the talk, but right. uh, very clearly he had selected all of the pro-Trump ones and then all of the anti-Hillary ones. Mm. And he had sent this out in a newsletter to all of his followers Mm -hmm. and had linked these two videos and said, I hope you know which choice to make today. Oh, wow. Good job. It'd be funny to just comment on that like, oh, whoa, I didn't know. Okay, I'll vote for Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) A little little bit of Australian interference in our election. Oh, true. Hopefully. (laughs) He did it. I hope it influenced very few people. 
I can only imagine, of his subscribers who wasn't already convinced that they were going to vote for Trump, you know, sure. who was convinced by his back mask audio. But still, I do not appreciate the effort, David Oates. Well, speaking of him, I did submit a FBI FOIA request for whatever contributions he made to the Waco siege. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. I can't wait to see what comes back. I sent Carrie uh, search results from his website, and there's a lot of uses of slurs. We mentioned that a little bit. Uh, yeah. And someone was commenting on our Facebook page that uh, they're from Australia. And this is a common thing where you have kind of this older generation who sort of mm-hmm. uh, likes the freedom that they have to still use some of these taboo phrases. Right. So he might just kind of fall within that societal slice. Yeah, an edge lord of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> an huh. age lord? Anyway, I'm actually friends with him on Facebook now. And, uh, oh, your I best sent- friends. <laughs> so I sent you this this morning, a screenshot of this. Yeah. But he posted that COVID-19 was made in a lab in Wuhan. And uh, the media is finally reporting this. But he had actually heard it in the back masking recently. Like, sort of taking credit that he had prognosticated this outcome. I was like, I've been hearing this the whole time from quote-unquote right. alternative... You did not come up with this. Unsourced media. And I liked how you asked him, like, cool, where was this from? Which, because he (laughs) just generally referenced that there was backmasking. Yeah, okay, which audio were you listening to? Who said it? Yeah. Subconsciously. Well, it was Trump. Someone else had asked that as well. And he did say Trump, but he didn't, like, link to the audio or whatever. So we could even hear the quality of of the phrase. Right. From China, it's bad. It was... The weapon, I lost the dare, something like that, (laughs) while talking about ah, COVID. Yeah, something ah, like that. He's definitely one of those people where if he was more prominent and people took him more seriously, if Oprah had catapulted him like she did Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz, I would be very anti him, but I just kind of like him because he's a smaller figure and hasn't uh, caused that much harm as far as I can tell. Right. But he would if he could. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's probably right. Which brings up a whole other thing about... Whether you talk about these people when they're tiny, I'm for it as long as you're always giving the other side of the story. Linda Moulton, how? <laughs> okay, back to my stack of papers. Ross. Hey, Would Karen. you like to go to Atlantis? Yes, please. Well, great. For the first time ever, you can. Yes. March. Oh, we missed it. March 2nd to 8th, 2020. No. I know, but you know how you do it. You take ayahuasca. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw this. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, presumably someone leads you on a guided meditation to Atlantis. Are you saying I could have gone to Atlantis when I was on ayahuasca? Yeah, you should have. You go to the fucking moon, Ross. I went to Las Vegas. What a wasted opportunity. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. One of my visions was of (laughs) being at Las Vegas. Yeah. That's funny. And and I felt complete emptiness and futility. Oh, right. That's that's an accurate vision of Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Vegas. We love you. I know. We love the people I like, there. Yeah, the, the people cities. there are good. City, pretty bad. City, pretty But shitty. hi, Becky Campana, who let us stay at her house. She's very sweet. <gasps> you're the best. See? Good people in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, if you're in Las Vegas, we're saying we like you. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So here's that uh, well-sung energetics people that I uh, stole their medicine at the talk. Can you imagine us doing a live show in Las Vegas? <laughs> Huh, I'm trying to picture that. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? You're thinking bad? I was thinking bad, but now I'm giving it a second thought. (laughs) 
I mean, they're aliens do it. Because I have rejected it outright, now my brain tells me, maybe you need to take this seriously. Oh, yeah. You know, let's talk about Lebanon cans. Nope. Nope. Damn it. (laughs) If you're a MaxFund subscriber, make sure to listen to the bonus episode Mm -mm. of the Judge John Hodgman show. skip it. No, it's a good one. You want to hear this because Carrie and I have a dispute. It's not important. And can you imagine who won the dispute? (laughs) Doesn't matter. You don't need to listen. This is fun. Claymonics, words transformed into sacred geometry, which basically I think are magic eyes. Oh, like where they have that distorted image, and if you kind of properly uh, focus your eyes, you can see the three D image. Well, okay, it is in that. Okay, the fourth one is a grid that you can do that thing with your eyes, but it would be the background. Oh, okay. Anyway, so maybe not. But are you good at those? Yeah, I can do it without doing this. Oh, impressive. Like kind of cross my eyes and I see it. Yeah, they've kind of got a teal swan thing going on. Oh, speaking of. Ooh, pretty. Okay. Takes me a little work, but I can do it. Because, you know, teal swan does those. uh, Energetic paintings. Yeah. I'm still trying to digest this thing you handed me that's about EMF solutions and vibrational medicine. Yeah, that was. Oh, that's the TBD, right? Yes. To be determined. Yeah. The medicine that's made out of sand and rocks. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Imbued with whatever you need it to be imbued with. Cool, cool, cool. Speaking of Teal Swan, to backtrack for a second, she is selling on her website masks that have these frequency paintings she does on them and are called things like The Cure and Immunity. So you're supposed to, the idea of her frequency paintings is that she manifests that thing. Okay. So the implication here is that you have immunity or The Cure. But you're wearing a mask at least? But you're still wearing a mask. Hey, if I got to choose, all right, at least wear the mask and think something else is happening. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, I reported it to the FDA. All right. Magic feather. Right. (laughs) Wow. What? Man, I didn't even get to read this whole thing before, but these are people who believe chemtrails are real and GMOs are bad, that kind of thinking. Okay, okay. One of the rhetorical questions on the front is, why are bees getting Alzheimer's just like people? Are they? I don't think so. I was hoping the question would just be, why are bees? Because <laughs> that's almost a better question. Why is there an illegal federal gag order on the nation's weathermen? Is there? I don't think there is. I don't know if I trust these premises. Anyway, this Oh, is... the ad is shaped like an iPhone. And it says Google at the top because... People in these communities love to tell you to just Google it. It's so weird because Google is part of the conspiracy and they're controlling things. And yet also they can use it to look up all of this bad information. And it's how you can see that secret structure in Antarctica. Same as how you have all the flat earthers talking about how YouTube censors them. Now go look at this YouTube video to learn the truth. Right. (laughs) Well, are they just shitty censors or (laughs) they're terrible at it? Right. Oh, man. All this stuff about Bill Gates trying to introduce the either the mark of the beast or one world government mm-hmm. or uh, some sort of toxin inside the vaccine. It's like this narrative. I just don't understand how it's playing out in your heads mm-hmm. because is it playing out in your heads? If, right. If this is what he wanted, if he had all this control, then wouldn't we already have the vaccine ready Oh, good point. Yeah, and yeah, he'd yeah. be offering it now and we'd all be gladly taking oh, it. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, In fact, just mm. 
There's no logic here. Tell us it, yeah, tell us it cures something else that's uncurable. Yeah, right. If it's all staged, stage it coherently. Right. Like, we don't have... Let's tank the economy. That's that's hurting everybody. It's hurting the rich and powerful as well. I mean, not, right. not as much as... Uh, sure. Not as much as most of the population, but still, they're losing money too. They don't uh-huh. like it. They want business to go on as For usual. I'm sure there are some profiteers, but of course, very few. Of course. It, still, I, just, I don't understand the underlying logic here. Yeah. Sorry, this well, is just me venting. Yeah. And so, to get around that problem... You decide these people are not like you. Right. Bill Gates is somehow a completely different animal with completely different motivations than mm-hmm. me. And, uh, and all of this is a mistake. facade and a ruse. And yeah, anything that seems one way is actually the other. Uh, one of uh, our favorite products, the Water Smacker, has an amazing, <laughs> amazing leaflet that I'll have I, to put. I totally missed up. this. I don't even know what part of the show floor it was on. It was on the underground the subterranean floor. Oh, okay. I probably walked by them and didn't even know it. How does it smack the water? <laughs> I'm not sure. Let's see. Water Smackers patent was granted on January 8th, 2019. Okay. No other drinking water enhancer in the world does what Water Smacker does. Okay. I am willing to see that. To help heal your body without drugs. Okay. I'm not willing to see that. Invented by a retired DOD scientist, O Department of Defense. Okay. Patent granted on January 8th, 2019. Okay. It will micro clustered 100% negative hydrogen ionize and charge your drinking water with a spark. It helps clean out blood plaque, alkalinize your body's blood pH, runs on one watt of energy, 100% preventative health care. Way more info at watersmacker.com. You know, confidence man is really the right term <laughs> for this kind yeah. of scam because, you know, I think we and our audience are now sort of geared when we see phrases like this, micro-clustered, hydrogen ionized, 100% negatively charged drinking water. We stop and think like, okay, how do you unpack that? What does that mean? Does that mm-hmm. mean anything? It could mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're aware of that. But I think a lot of people just look at this, you know, like my mother-in-law, you know, would look mm-hmm. at this and say, oh, wow, okay, well, he knows what he's talking about and he's saying things. So I believe this. He got a patent on January 8th, 2019. Yeah, and the important thing is just to say enough to establish that confidence and then say a whole lot more uh-huh. that people don't know how to process. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I trust you. Why would you lie to me? Right. Why would you be a jerk? Sure. This is exactly what other people are saying about like Bill Gates or whatever, though. He does not get that benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And the backside is like testimonials, not credited to anyone. Oh, I I see what you're saying. So that Bill Gates is taking advantage of people's trust. Right. Like they'd probably say, oh, you know, he says enough smart things to you that you're like, oh, okay, I'll believe you, Bill Gates. Oh, right. Do like a blind walking into the wall. Right. Except the things he says pan out with the World Health Organization, places with action active scientists and right. scientific consensus. So yeah, I guess then it's just, well, which camp do you choose to buy into? Right. And is that particular tactic, like that particular tactic is good to notice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not the entire equation. Water smacker with an exclamation mark. This flyer could save your life. Wait, I'm picking it back up now. <laughs> it was also really expensive. I can't remember. No, no, Carrie. It says only $350. Oh, you know what? Actually, I thought it was a lot more than that. That That is too much. Yeah. But 
these other systems will cost you fifteen hundred to five thousand dollars. I would be curious to look up the patent. Oh, though there is a new pro model, five hundred fifty dollars. Ooh, dual powered. It runs on two watts. Whoa, be still my heart. Okay. <laughs> Huh. Huh. Um, (laughs) I would be curious to see what that patent looks like. I bet it's pretty nuts. If you feel like looking it up, it's on January 8th, 2019. Okay, friends, we found it. (laughs) Okay. You got the date right. Yeah. Capture and regeneration of subtle energy resonance signals. Abstract. Systems and methods for capture, recording, and regeneration of subtle energy resonance signals are described herein. A system for capturing and recording the signals may include an antenna array disposed within an electromagnetic shield, a signal processor, and a memory coupled to at least one processor. The antenna array may include at least one antenna comprising a conductive disk and an amplifier circuit board. The antenna array detecting and receiving subtle energy resonance signals from a source. The signal processor converts the analog signals into digital signals, which are then stored into the memory. The electromagnetic shield houses the antenna array, minimizes electromagnetic interference with the received signal. Such a controlled environment ensures the purity of the recorded subtle energy resonance signals for regeneration. Regeneration is accomplished with a second antenna coupled to a digital regeneration device for short-range broadcasting affecting manifestations of subtle energy resonance in a subject. Boy, I'm as smacked as the water. (laughs) What I love about this is the whole point of a patent is like, gotta make sure it's mine before someone steals it. Right. The idea that someone would be like, oh, damn it, I was gonna do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was gonna play messages into the water using a complicated disk system, but this guy got to it first (laughs) on January 8th, 2019. Which is a good point. I think he's less concerned about someone stealing this and more concerned about being able to say, I got a patent. Right. After two years of waiting. Right. And if you don't know what a patent is, you might be impressed. All it means is this is mine. Not this works. Mm -hmm. Not this does the thing it says it does. Not this is regulated. Just this is mine. And that so often happens with, say, like FDA approval, which Mm -hmm. he does not have for this device. But the FDA determined it won't kill you. Right. That doesn't mean the FDA said, this is awesome. You should use it. Right. Of course, this, oh, what a beautiful flyer. This this is one of those Orgone pyramids. Oh, yeah, it looks like, uh, I don't know, that would be like Sedona, Arizona or something like that. Yeah. we got some red rocks in the background. And wow, an inverted pyramid? The woman sitting in the middle of? Yeah, uh-huh. There's a lot going on here. Um, I love that they have wow. a five-soded Orgone pyramid that you can put over your entire bed for a mere... <laughs> $4,469. Can you imagine how gigantic that thing would be to That's what she said. fit your entire king-size bed? And it's not like fitting it neatly because it's a pyramid. Yeah. If you want to buy me this, I'll do it. Okay. I'll put it up, listeners. But you have to buy me a $4,500 pyramid during a time when we all don't have money. Are you talking to me or some unspecified listener? An unspecified listener. Okay. <laughs> a rich, unspecified... Jeff Bezos, if you're listening... Number one, treat your employees better. Number two, buy me a pyramid. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Oh, Ross, hey. Oh, hi. Hey, I'm glad you're here. Um, Carrie, is it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Ross. 
Roston? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's Good me. to see you. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're here because I wanted to tell you how much I love mail. Okay. I'm glad we had this conversation. And you're the first male in the room. <laughs> I see what you did there. Well, uh, how would you send mail? Do you just drop it off in a post office box? Sometimes. But when I want to get really professional, yeah. you know what I use? What do you use? Ship Station. Do you know about Ship Station? Oh, yeah. Don't they work with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment, to help you compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer? Yeah, you're thinking of the right place. Okay, that's what came to mind. It's- but. Yeah, it's a really good service, and you encapsulated it so beautifully. I feel like you could work for them. Like, that is a sentence they would write about themselves. It's so spot on. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. You know, as folks adapt to this changing world, we're all going to be buying more stuff online than ever before. Yeah. So if you're an e-commerce seller, which... You could be. Yeah, I bet a lot of our listeners are making cool stuff and sending it out into the world. And if they listen to our show, I'm sure it's all legit. They're not selling... Crap? Yes. Exactly. So, I'm glad you're all doing that, but are you ready to meet the demands of our new delivery culture? Because you can be ready with ShipStation. And no matter what you're selling, whether you're selling on Amazon or Etsy or your own website... ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs, so now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for those large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. And again, you've got that selection of all the major carriers. So right now... Carriers. Uh, okay. You can get your package across country. Okay, okay. And right now, Ono Ross and Gary listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code ONO. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started with ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in ONO. That's ShipStation.com, then enter offer code ONO. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Get it? Okay. I think this might be our favorite person at the entire expo, besides Linda Moulton Howe, who maybe he should marry. She might be right from, except he's looking for a much younger lady. Oh, is he? Has he said that? Yes, that's part of it. You have to be hot, too. Okay. And much younger than him. Okay, this is... FindingMyRepublicanGoddess.com. Dot com. Dot com. What's the guy's name again? Reverend Williams. Okay, yeah, Reverend William. Okay, so... So so. he's this guy (laughs) who's a big Trump supporter, but also really into spirituality and... Astrology. Yeah. Jesus, that's part of it. Yeah, so he's got this interesting intersection of Venn diagrams, but he also wants to find a beautiful woman to accompany him in his adventures and be his life partner. Right. And he's just looking for that Republican goddess. He's going to treat her so good. Yep. And so he hands out these cards on the front. We have three pictures of him that are fine. I mean, nothing's wrong with them. But, you know, they're like sort of mall, you know, cheap headshot kind yeah, of pose. Yeah, it's fine. Things. One of them is like, oh, I want to be an actor. Here's my reel. Look at, mm-hmm. you know, look how I can express. Right, right. I got my hands up. And he's I, doing see, kind I'm, of almost I'm a chef's kiss. I can be a funny guy. Yeah. He looks like he's uh, tall. He's wearing a, a hat in most photos. Mm-hmm. I would guess he's like 65-ish. Yeah. Uh, Caucasian gentleman, balding. So on the front here, we have copyright 2019. A lot happened in 2019. Sure did. By finding my 
MyRepublicanGoddess.com, all rights reserved, written consent is required to copy from this card. Okay, well, don't copy from it. What counts as copying from it? Am I copying from it right now? Oh, no. Photos taken in September 2019. If I handed you this card, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm interested. Oh, wow. What's the phrase? Uh, Beggars can't be choosers? Uh Uh-huh. He's a chooser. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of taking pride in, there's probably only one woman in the whole world who meets all my criteria. Right. And I've created my own dating website that's just for me Uh to find you. And it's one And everybody else gets to hear about this. Right. And it's one of those weeding technique quizzes where it's like, here's one question. If you chose the only right answer, you can continue. Let's do it. Anything else and I shove you out. Oh, I've done it, but we can do it again. Yeah, I didn't get too far with this quiz, but this is just, it's just too entertaining. Some of them are so specific and some are ridiculously vague, like- On the back of this, it says, do you love everyone but love different people to different degrees? Well, I assume that'll make sense (laughs) to his Republican goddess. Well, it makes sense to me. It's everybody. Finding MyRepublicanGoddess.com. I am looking for a Republican goddess for marriage. Oh, wow. Okay. This is my own personal website that I have created to help me find her. No other men are here, just me. If you are a single woman who might potentially be interested, then I invite you to take my virtual hand and let me guide you through this website. I'm a healthy 68. I'm looking for a woman born in any year from 1950 to 1995. Oh, wow. Okay, wait. 1950, though. That would be... So this year you would be turning 70. Yeah. Okay. So you could be his age. But you could also be 25. Right. Who takes excellent care of herself. I am a natural-born U.S. citizen residing in Los Angeles, California, USA, as opposed to Los Angeles, (laughs) California. Los Angeles, Baja, California. (laughs) I will consider relocating within the United States, but I'm unwilling to move to another country if the woman I'm looking for lives outside the United States. No way. Trump is not the president of a different country. She must be willing and legally able to move to the United States to marry me and to live with me here. Yeah, because, you know, Melania could be like a Republican goddess, I suppose. Mm -hmm. As you read through this website, you will notice that I'm an intense, complex man who thinks way outside the box. If my intensity, complexity is too much for you, or if I think too far outside the box for you, well then, we are not a match. I seek a woman who is likewise intense and complex, not a mild or simple woman, not a woman who thinks I wrote way too much here. She, too, (laughs) thinks outside the box. The lady, oh, man, I'm already disqualified. I'm also not a lady. I'm also not single. Uh, Oh, you're disqualified because you think he wrote too much there? Yes. Got it. In case those other factors had not already eliminated me. You're like, God, he's verbose, though. I thought you were... The lady I am looking for will be inspired and excited by this website. I am very demanding of this guy. Clearly. In a good way that will make my goddess wife-to-be incredibly happy beyond her wildest dreams. God. And keep her wildly happy for life. I'm flexible on many things, but there are some things I'm not flexible on. Oh my God, this guy. It's all the things, sir. I respect your time. Therefore, I will begin by asking you a series of 11 questions. <laughs> I wonder why he hasn't found anyone oh yet. My God. To see if you meet my inflexible requirements. Okay. He, at least he admits they're inflexible. If not, we'll say goodbye without a kiss. 
Yes. Okay, so I know this kicks you off if you pick anything but the right answer. So are we going to guess what he wants the right answer to be so we can stay through the quiz? It's a choose-your-own-adventure novel. We can can flip back to page 68 if we make the wrong decision. Uh, If you manage to make it through this gauntlet, that's me editorializing. If you manage to make it through all 11 questions without a kissless goodbye then I will tell you a lot about myself, the relationship I want, and my demanding requirements. There's more after you pass. (laughs) (laughs) What a narcissist. (laughs) I will tell you far, far more than you will see in the men's profiles on any dating website. I bet, and far more than you ever, ever could want. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you will have the opportunity to fill out a detailed contact form and submit it to me with your photos. Of course. Wow. Oh, man. It's just, I'm trying to picture this in his mind that, like, I am so worthy that you should jump through all these hoops to get to me. Yeah. To meet my requirements. Okay. Sincerely, Reverend William. Click here to see question one. And in each page, he's got like a different set of photos of himself. So- oh, yes. I remember these. These are very good. <laughs> so we've got another sort of mall set of headshots, black background, bright pink shirt, as if he is about to be a background actor in a low budget film. And they've mm-hmm. just been told, uh, Bright colors, no patterns. Yeah, and these are exactly like the um, headshot photos that you send. Uh, I'm uh, very funny, but I can also be serious. But I'm also not that committed because these were $40. Okay, question one of 11. How do you feel about U.S. President Donald Trump? One, Mm. I think Trump is a great president and I fully support him! Exclamation mark. Two, I am open-minded about Trump and I would like to learn why he is a great president. (laughs) Three, I dislike or am disgusted by President Trump and would never vote for him. Something else is option four. Okay, let's go for two. Yeah, I like that. Let's try it. Push him a little bit. Open-minded about Trump. Yes, I'm willing to listen to you speak some more. Okay, we made it to question two. Oh, woohoo! That was allowed. Okay, now he's uh, smiling with his hand clasped on his uh, wrist in front of a lake. That's nice. It's a nice photo. Uh, also in his uh, trilby or whatever kind of hat that is, fedora. What is your marital status? I have never been married. I am engaged to marry my boyfriend. I am married. <laughs> Why would you be filling this out if I, you're engaged? I am legally separated but not divorced from my husband. We should try that. Yeah. I am legally divorced from the husband of my most recent marriage and I have not remarried. Ooh, that's pretty good too. I am a widow from my most recent marriage which ended on the death of my husband and I have not remarried. <laughs> This guy's got some really specific hangups here. I escaped from my husband's harem and my marital status is uncertain. Pick that one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'll read the others, but we do have to pick that. Okay. I'm legally separated or divorced from my wife or something else. Oh. I want to try all these. Oh, yeah. So it's a little jokey. If you've he been married to a, a woman. bisexual Okay, woman. I'm going to click on that first. I'm, okay. You're not going to get through. Uh, we are not a match. Thank you for your time. Good luck to you. Goodbye. No kiss. If you got here by mistake, click your back button. Oh, I got here by mistake. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go for I escaped from my husband's harem. Yeah. Oh, we are not a match. Uh, let's see here. Huh. I am a... Well, I mean, I mean, I think harem's already a loaded term, but... That does seem like intentionally exclusionary of people in certain circumstances. Sure, but, you know, he's a particular man. Yeah. Okay, the widow is allowed as long as you uh, have not remarried after your husband died. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, what if you're both? What if you your husband died, then you got married, then you got a divorce? <laughs> well, then you got to click something else. Oh, right. In which case, oh, we are not a match. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay, you have to fit within one of these categories. All right, let's see. Obviously, he likes you to have never been married. Um, yeah, I think he's not going to accept separated but not legally divorced. Okay, let's try that. I'm legally separated but not divorced. We are not a match. Yes! Okay, I'm le- good at this. Legally divorced from the husband of my most recent marriage and I have not remarried. Is it okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah! All right. Cool. Well, we got through to question three. <laughs> of 11. What is your gender history? Oh, oh no. no. Option one. Oh, no. I am female. My physical body is female and has been female for my entire life ever since my birth into this oh, lifetime God. from my mother's womb. I am happy that I am female or something else uh, through and through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, that is our option. All right. We're on question four. And by the way, the the photo here is, again, him in in a hat, different hat this time. And he's doing the Macaulay Culkin. He's got his Mm, hands on his face. He can't believe it. He can't believe it. Wait, question, though. I shouldn't have put the shaving cream on. Yes? (laughs) That last one, I assume nothing was okay except I'm cis. Of course. Okay. Well, there's two options, yeah. And the other one will kick you out. Oh, I see. Okay, so now we get to question four, and uh, we get another collection of headshots. Mm. My goodness, this guy takes a lot of pictures of himself. Yes. He's in a blue paisley shirt. And, uh, oh, he's so serious and scholarly there. He's wearing glasses. And, oh, there he's happy and praying with his eyes closed. And then there's one where he's kind of going, oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm listening. Question four of 11. Which of the following best describes your religion and or spiritual beliefs? When I say, quote, God, unquote, I mean a unique, omnipotent, omniscient being who loves us all unconditionally. Well, that's good to define. Mm -hmm. Option one, I don't believe in God. I believe in science. I am either an atheist who believes no God exists or an agnostic who doesn't know whether God exists. I believe that Jesus, Buddha, and Krishna, if they actually lived, were historical figures who made claims that are either false or cannot be proven. Wow. Well, okay. I mean, steel man statement of mm-hmm. those beliefs. Good mm-hmm. job. Okay. I click on that. Oh, we are not a match. Oh. Okay. I got here by accident. Let's go back. Option two. I believe that Jesus Christ was the only son of God. I believe that he died on the cross to save us from our sins and that the only path to salvation is to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, whereupon we are forgiven for our sins. I believe we only live once and that the reincarnation is believed by Hindus and Buddhists and by some Christians and Jews is a false doctrine. I do not know where Jesus was from, ages 13 to 29. But oh, I re- was from ages 13. Okay. But mm-hmm. I reject the idea that he spent time in India with Hindus and or Buddhists. I believe that Krishna and Buddha were historical <laughs> figures who were not sons of God. I acknowledge that Jesus instructs us to pray in the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9, and Luke 11, 2, beginning with the two words, Our Father, not Jesus' Father, or Our Lord's Father. Nevertheless, I do not believe I am a son, daughter, or child of God. No, I do not believe I am a Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say- That's all option number two. Okay, let's not click yet. Okay, okay, what's three? I am a spiritual person who loves God with all my heart. I believe that we are all sons and daughters of God. 
I believe in reincarnation and karma. I believe I have lived previous human lives and that my past life karma, both bad and good, impacts my circumstances today. I believe that Jesus, Buddha, and Krishna were spiritually enlightened masters who came to help us on our spiritual journey and to set inspiring examples of what we can ultimately become in our own unique divine way, if not in this lifetime, then in a future lifetime. Okay, so I think that's the ideal one. Right, that's what... Two might be acceptable. No, I'm guessing... Okay, I'm going to say two is unacceptable because you're a little too hardcore Christian and not accepting of the Eastern spirituality. I agree that's more likely, but I could see him being like, okay. But just that I'm picturing this potential woman out there. It's like, oh, I'm so excited. This is great. But, oh, I do not know where Jesus was from ages 13 to 29. Right. I have very strong feelings about that. <laughs> Okay, and of course, option four is something else. Okay, let's try option number two. Okay. I'm, I'm saying he's going to reject it. I think he's going to reject it too. Okay. Reject it. Oh, damn. All right. The only acceptable answer is I am a spiritual person who loves God with all my heart. I, w- I would love it if at some point the correct answer was something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just all traps. That would be good. Okay. What do we got? What's making you laugh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's worth getting All through right. just for this photo. We've got him standing in front of like the, the lake at a yacht club. Yep. And um, he's got this uh, like puckered lip face, but his eyes are wide open. Like, mm, like, like he's the copper tone baby <laughs> 60 years later. <laughs> I can't believe my bottom's out. <laughs> but the photo is cropped before we get to that part. And uh, and then, okay, him in front of the lake again. Uh, How fun am I? Yeah, I got he's, my mouth open and my hands out. Yeah, he's doing the fish this big pose. <laughs> oh, this is so entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Question five of 11. How good is your English? Oh, no. Well, I don't know if you could honestly answer this first one. I do not know English. I am using a translator to read this website, but I would like to learn English. That should be okay. No, we are not a match. Oh. Okay, option two. Yeah, right? I'm willing to learn English. Right. I'm willing to learn your personal language to meet you personally. That that should jump you right to the end. Yeah. You want to go to that much effort? It's literally a storyline in love, actually. Right. (laughs) Uh, Option two, I know some basic English, but my vocabulary is very limited and my grammar and pronunciation are weak. Should be fine. Nope. nope. Rejected. I am fluent in English, although it is not my first language. Okay. I'm going to say he lets that one through. Me too. Yeah. Okay. He does. And of course, option four, my native language is English. (laughs) It'd be funny if he's like, nope, only the bilinguals. Okay, this one, he's in front of a window. He's smiling at us. That's fine. He should have used this photo for everything else. Can I see it? No, Carrie. (laughs) I'm not sure. Okay. That's... Yeah. It's funny, though. You grow to hate him, and then every photo of him, you're like, no. Mm -mm." (laughs) Mm-mm. I see how gross you are in this one. Now I know who you are. Yep. Question six of 11. Which of the following best describes your citizenship and potential U.S. immigration status? Okay, so... Okay, there's a lot of options. Permanent on this one. resident slash amnesty, okay. Dreamer, not okay. Okay, there's eight options. Oh my God, okay. One, I am a citizen of the United States. Two, I am a permanent resident of the United States. Okay, I'm going to say he says that's okay. I have a green card. Yeah, let's see. 
Yay, that's allowed. Okay, we made it. Three, I am a citizen of one of the following countries. These are the U.S. visa waiver and visa-free countries. Uh, Andorra, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Bermuda, Brunei, Canada, Chile, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France. Oh, it goes on for a very long time. He lists them all out. Taiwan with a Taiwanese national ID number or United Kingdom. Wow. Those are allowed. Yeah. Okay. Option so, f- yeah, he just wants you to be here, quote unquote, legally. Right, right. Of course, yeah. he needs to maintain his Trump talking points. Right. Does he have to go in and edit this when Trump makes bans? <laughs> <laughs> uh, option four. I have a U.S. visa that will not expire for at least one year. That's allowed. Okay. Uh, option five. I've been granted refugee status by the U.S. government. I think he's going to say it's okay. Okay. I'm going to say, oh, you're right. Okay, he did. I am living outside the United States in a country that is not listed above. I do not have a U.S. visa or other document to enter the U.S. legally. Right. Obviously. No, of course that. not. I am living in... I couldn't s- love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am living inside the United States illegally, but it's not my fault. One day when I was under the age of 18, my parents dreamers or other family members brought me into the United States illegally. Ever since that day, I have been living inside the United States. I am not a U.S. citizen. I do not have a U.S. green card. I do not have a U.S. visa. And I have not been granted refugee status by the U.S. government. I have never been convicted of any felony crime in the United States. I, I say he doesn't let it, that in. He's he not, does. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. He's pro-dreamers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey. That's better than President Trump. I wonder if he's just forgotten to update that since Trump has been all anti-dreamer. They, they can dream to be with him. Yeah. And, of course, the eighth option is none of the above. Uh, All right. Let's get through as a dreamer. All right. Question seven. Okay. Now he's got, again, more photos of him against a black background. Okay. Hands up against his chins. Yeah, he's smiling in one, and he's a little shocked in the other. Yeah, so he's got his his fists up to his chin in the universal symbol for, you're about to tell me something exciting, and I'm overemphasizing how excited I am about Mm -hmm, it. mm Mm-hmm. Question seven of 11. What is your hairstyle? Oh, God. (laughs) Carrie just rolled her eyes hard. Bald. (laughs) (laughs) Sails right on through, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would love to see a woman do the opposite. You know, some very attractive woman who is exactly what he wants. Right. And he has to go through this gauntlet, but he gets to question seven of 11 and it says, what is your hairstyle? And he has to say that he's bald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets rejected. All right, I'll do it. How would you feel, Reverend William? All right, question. Oh my God. Okay, so option one, my hair is naturally straight or wavy, but not curly. My hair falls at, at least halfway down my neck or longer. I have no intention of having my hair cut short I rarely use or never use hairspray. <laughs> hairspray specifically? God, this guy's hangups. God, okay, yeah. So obviously that's what he wants, so that's ideal. Option two, something else. Okay. Option three, what I do with my hair is my business, and no man has any right to demand that my hair look, feel, or smell a certain way. I'm a feminist. That is the correct answer. Let's see. Uh, uh, we are not a match. Yeah. Oops. Oops. How did I fall into that? So you can't have curly hair. 
Did he say natural hairstyle? Uh, my hair is naturally straight or wavy, but not so curly. So this is racist. He doesn't want curly hair. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you can't even have straightened hair. Yeah, it has that, to be. That goes beyond preference, sir. It has to be naturally straight or wavy. It has to be at least halfway down your neck or longer. Uh, that's a, a very gross and clever way to bury in there that you don't want any women of African descent. My God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Now For I'm. For the most part. Now I'm to the just like. I hate you. Part of this uh, photo evaluation. Uh, oh yeah, cool. What? Oh oh, the question. I thought we were looking at the pictures. Oh no, which I'm are looking so bad. No, I'm looking. At question the pictures. eight of eleven. Do you have a trim waistline? Oh God. <laughs> Option one. Yes, my waistline is trim. I am not overweight, and I have healthy, well-disciplined eating habits that keep my figure beautiful. Uh. Option two. Something else. <laughs> Option three. Put something else last. <laughs> Usually he does. But you don't put other in the middle of your list. He's mixing it up. Option three. What I do with my body is my business, and no man has any right to demand that my figure look a certain way. Okay. Obviously, One and three. you have to have a trim waistline. Yeah, right. You know what? God. I, I think uh, Will Ferrell could do a good sketch of this guy. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah, he does have a Will Ferrell face. A bald, older Will Ferrell. Uh-huh. But with none of the charm. <laughs> okay, we've got another series of photos of him. we got four photos. He's in a... What is that? Plaid? plaid shirt. That's right. Plaid. That's the word. Yeah. Ted and, Baxter's favorite color. All right. And half the time he's got his hat on, half the time he's taking it off. Uh, he, he's making fun eyes at us. Oh, he's just so fun. He is so fun. And he's outside. Oh, you're happy about this question. Question 9 of 11. How do you feel about feminism? (laughs) If you haven't figured it out from questions 1 through (laughs) 8. Right. Come on. Seriously. (laughs) Like, if you've matched any of these other things, why does this need to be said? Five options. One, I strongly support today's feminists. No. That's a trap. Bad. It's a trap. Question two, when a woman accuses a man of sexual harassment or sexual assault or rape, the woman should be believed and the man should be disbelieved. Women should automatically beat men in court regardless of the facts. (laughs) Men and boys should be punished today for bad things that other men, including men who are long dead, did to women, including women who are long dead. So he has a very good understanding of the scientific perspective he was able to articulate that as if he owned it Mm -hmm. this one he has no idea what's going on yeah that is a straw man Mm -hmm. Uh, that is a straw woman (laughs) not a steel woman okay option three i believe that women should have the right to vote the right to equal treatment under the law including inheritance and ownership of land and the right to equal pay for equal work Okay. Hey, hey, there's some good in there. Those goals were achieved a long time ago (laughs) in the United States. Okay. So no ERA. However, women and men are fundamentally different, and balance between male and female is necessary for creating a happy, peaceful world. Today's Uh, feminism is trying to destroy that balance, and that is evil. So his equal pay for equal work would be that old, like, oh, well, actually, if you look at the data in a different way, Mm. women do make as much, which is probably true in some cases, but it's not true across the board. Ah, okay. And uh, and saying that there's just certain work that a man's supposed to do. Right, right. Okay, I'm sure that one would get us through. Option four, I am very feminine, but I am not a feminist. I want to surrender into the arms of a strong and- Ew, surrender? Yep, into the arms of a strong and wonderful man. off. (laughs) Give my femininity to him totally and make him happy as he makes me happy. What? No. (laughs) 
<laughs> option five, something else. Oh. So wait, I guess options three and four will both work? He's the kind of person who makes sure obeys in his wedding vows. Oh. Gross. I'm going to make Drew say obey. No, I'm not. <laughs> I would never. Yeah, I've officiated uh, quite a few weddings now, and I don't think any of them have included the word obey, and I'm pretty sure I would uh, insist on striking that out. Mm-hmm, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So gross. No obeying going on. So gross. All right, we got to page 10. <laughs> if if I were officiating a wedding and I saw obey, I'd just say, oh, hey, and oh, hey, him. <laughs> That's what you're vowing to do. You see him, you, oh, hey. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, here we've got question 10. We've got uh, um, him in a blue shirt. He's thoughtful. Okay, yeah, that horizontal photo is the closest he's come to an interesting picture. Yeah, you know what? That's pretty good. Go with that one. He could have written a book that is on an end cap at FedEx office, and that would be his author photo. Yeah, that's all fine and good. For this question, I am defining problem substance as any of the following. Oh, cool. Alcohol beverages, tobacco, cannabis, marijuana, non-prescription recreational drugs, Mm -hmm. mind-altering drugs, with or without prescription. My, okay. Wow, okay. So, yeah, uh, that's a lot of things. And highly addictive drugs, with or without prescription. But yeah, mind-altering drugs, with or without prescription, that's a a pretty broad... uh, Yeah, that's... Most drugs, okay. right? I mean, like even right. aspirin is going to affect, like, yeah, yeah. How do you define? Well, he yeah. defines mind altering, I guess. Oh man, can you imagine the first date with this guy where he reasks you all these questions? God, and also, also ibuprofen. Have you ever seen this study? Ibuprofen is as um, effective as an SSRI at no, uh, yeah, at calming depression for like it's like three hours or whatever. It's very short lived. Whoa, but. Because it's so bad for your stomach, they just can't use it that way. That's crazy. But yeah, if you're taking ibuprofen, that just happens as a side effect. That's wild. Okay, interesting. Question 10 of 11. Which of the following best describes your use slash consumption of problem substances? Four options. Very high. One. Right on through. (laughs) I have never used or consumed any problem substance. Okay. Two. Ross can't say that. I have tried, used, or consumed one or more problem substances to a limited extent, but I never became dependent upon or addicted to any problem substance, which is capitalized each time, capital P, capital S. (laughs) I have been free from all problem substances for more than three years, except that I might occasionally drink alcoholic beverages socially. Option three, I overcame a challenge with problem substances, have now been 100% free slash sober from all problem substances for more than 10 years. Oh, shit. You got it. I knew it. If you're an addict, you got to go a decade before you can date this guy. An option for something else. Okay, well then, uh, let's see if the 10-year one passes. It does. Okay. Okay. Hey, we got to get that sweet 10-year chip and then you get to marry this dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got 10 years sober and all I got was this Republican <laughs> asshole oh <my> God. <laughs> with his thumbs up on question 11 wearing his purple shirt again. Jeez. What book shirt. has he got next to him in that photo? That is a very good question. I don't think I can make it out. It's like just low res enough oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I can't quite make out the title. We should share that. Get our get our online sleuths on it. Yeah, you'll figure that out. Yeah, which um which question page is this on? 11. 11. Okay, Final so question. go to page 11 and tell us what book that is. 
We can't be bothered. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which also means you have to click through all this. You're welcome. Okay. Question 11 of 11. Which of the following best describes your physical and mental health? Okay. Very poor. Right o- on through. Only two options. She's just like me. I am physically and mentally healthy. Most of the time, I feel pretty good or excellent, and I have plenty of energy. I do not suffer from any serious physical illness. I do not suffer from oh. chronic pain. I am not disabled. I do oh. not. Fuck this guy. I do not suffer from any mental disorder or serious depression. Longing for your beloved is not depression. <sighs> I am not under the care of a psychiatrist, and I do not take any psychiatric medicine. Wow. I do not have need or want a service animal. What? Or something else. What a piece of trash. <laughs> and we made it. We got to the end. We get What did we click? Another, uh, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> the first one. Does, does something else let you through on a sort of, uh, you know, temporary... I'm going to let these people through and see what happens. We are not a match. Oh, wow. No, no kiss goodbye. After all that, I don't get a kiss goodbye. And you might have been eliminated because you like use a wheelchair. Yep. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want someone in a wheelchair. God. All right. So we get to his smiling face again. Okay. You've made it through the 11 questions of things about which I'm not flexible on anything else. I'm flexible to varying degrees, depending on what it is. (laughs) Carrie has dead eyes. I hate him. (laughs) I hate him. Now I will tell you a whole lot about myself, about the relationship I want, and about the lady I am seeking. No thanks. I will start with a video message below. You will start? (laughs) You will start? Then I will. How long have we just been going through this? Yeah. Like 20 minutes. Then I will take you through the following pages. There's 11 pages. Introduction, additional basics of our relationship, divine resonant tantric partnership. (laughs) I love this just for Carrie's expressions. About me, generally. Uh, My goals, my weaknesses and challenges. Oh, I want to read that. Character (laughs) references from women who know me well. That I've already seen and I was going to tell you is my favorite part of the story. Because it's clearly women that he cajoled into doing this and they can't think of what to say. And it's like when someone's in a bad play and you have to be like, I loved your costume. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like, I live next door to William. Sometimes he comes over and feeds my cat. He's never fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really is like that. Uh, about you. That's interesting. What is about you? Vedic astrological compatibility, politics, and contact me. Well, this sounds great, though. I think we've probably spent too long sharing this with our audience. I wonder if anyone has figured out his last name because I'd love to give him a call. There's more photos. Oh, wow. This is a long one. Oh, this is great. On his weaknesses and challenges. Mm-hmm. Problem one, at my age, with my large goals and a lifetime of hard work, I should have already been successful. But I have not yet attained the material success I want. <laughs> I cannot promise you material success, but our tantric partnership will be a gigantic help. Oh, listen. <laughs> I'm a millennial. I know what it is to suffer financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but avocado toast, avocado toast has fucked me. <laughs> and so I don't I don't like to wish economic hardship on anyone. Sure. But for 20 <laughs> minutes now, you have run my good favor into the ground, sir. And I am pretty happy. 
then you are not financially successful. If you want someone who has already made his material fortune, I am not your man. (sighs) Wow, problem two. Although it is never my intention, I scare some people. I am outspoken and think independently, and some people are frightened by that. I have been Mm. nonviolent my entire life. I do not intentionally hurt anyone's feelings, but I have made mistakes. Whenever I become aware that I've hurt someone, I apologize. Yet sometimes people need to hear truth that they don't want to hear. Mm. Oh, God, this guy is so horrible. You're such a horrible person. If any of the material presented here scares you, then I am not your man. Problem three. Oh, some people hate me and ridicule me. I do not hate them back. I never ridicule anyone. Actually, I love everyone unconditionally. Unconditionally. I don't think you know what that term means. Oh, yeah, indeed. He's all about conditions. Right. Uh, And also, I don't ridicule anyone, what, by name, just by category. I ridicule people categorically. Feminists. Right, right, right. Some of these people have defamed me with vicious lies. If you believe attacks on someone's character without confirming the truth of the matter, then I am not your man. Wow. Oh, God, so many photos of this guy. Yep, here's the character references. Mark was my boyfriend from November 2012 through March 2013. Oh, wow. Four months. Okay. I can vouch for his outstanding character in every respect. Mark is a perfect gentleman. Huh. So that makes me think he wrote that and said, do you agree with this? Yes. Yeah. Right. Especially like... Filling this out like your LinkedIn profile. I can't wait for you to find the one that has brackets. November 2012 to March 2013. Okay. Oh, we've got a few brackets here. (laughs) There's a particularly good one where a whole sentence is in brackets. I met Mark on an international dating website in 2017. I traveled to Los Angeles and stayed with him for approximately two weeks. Our relationship is excellent. Bracket. Unfortunately, due to problems on my end unrelated to Mark, we had to end our romance, but we remain friends. End bracket. <laughs> oh, yeah, she wrote that. <laughs> well, yeah, the bracket indicates he added this. Right, yes. Right. Yep. But I love that it's blaming everything on her. Yeah. So, like, publish. What a miserable person. Mm-hmm. How are you so miserable? I hope he listens to this. Oh, my God. I hope he's been an Ono Ross and Gary listener for nine years and this wakes him up <laughs> maybe i'm not the right kind of person wow okay well i we've we've spent way too much time with this guy but this is wild and it goes on listen listeners don't dox reverend william don't publish his full name and email and phone number but if you find it and you want to send it to me i'll call him i'll call him and be like what are you doing Uh, All right. And if you get through all this and you did not support Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election. Oh, for God's sake. Then you can go to the contact me page and there you go. You can fill it out. Yeah. Be nice, people. Don't don't sink to his level. Yeah. Uh, But wow. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, no. And then when you. Oh, no. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. This is the contact me page. Here he is with his thumbs up again. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God, there's more text. <laughs> Wait, what do I have to fill out? There's for? forms where you answer to each oh and my God, every one like of these questions. Essay, short answer essays. It's easier to apply for unemployment than to fill this out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and you've got to upload five photos. Taken in the last. They can be JPEG, JPEG with an E, or PNG. Mm. Wow. You know what? Actually, Does it say taken in the last so-and-so years? I approve of this restriction. Do not attempt to upload huge photo files. The maximum image file size is two megabytes. 
Okay. That's reasonable. You're right. That's the first I want reasonable my limit woman to be set. able to know how to resize a photo. <laughs> okay, fair. That's all I ask. <laughs> Prove you are not a robot. If you did all of that, you have to. <laughs> oh, interesting. Seven plus two equals blank. Ah, now we know mark? what that. Now we know what that presentation was. <laughs> Oh, my God. God bless you, and God bless America. Well, God bless you, too, Reverend William. Good golly. Is he a real reverend? Carrie, I need you to look this up. not. (laughs) I mean, well, you can get your... Are you Universal Life Church? Yeah. All right, you're a reverend, so sure. I like to think I'm an irreverend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was... We didn't intend to (laughs) tell you the entire quiz, but... That was off topic for Ono, Ross, and Carrie, but we hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Well, listen. Yeah, where were we? (laughs) What What were we doing? Oh, we wanted to mention a couple things while we're on the subject of the Conscious Life Expo. So... There was a video by All Gas No Breaks that's real funny that you make a cameo in Yo, that very takes briefly. place at the Conscious Life Expo. Yeah, yeah. Check out that YouTube channel, All Gas No Breaks. It's really fun. It's just a really quirky covering of the Conscious Life Expo. And yeah, you can very briefly see me walk around in the back because I'm trying to take in all this stuff. And he interviews the Reverend William about his Republican goddess. It's pretty hilarious. And Shakuntali. Yes. Who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, go on. Yes, Ross. Ross, is it? You were going to say? Go on. Here we go. You will hear an interview with uh, Carrie has reached out to Shakuntali. It's a wild story mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. just setting up the interview. Mm-hmm. That's this right. Is a crazy story, which I got regular updates on. Yeah, look forward to that. Look forward to that. That was wild, but uh, but he uh, he asked her some fun questions as well. Uh, yeah, check that out. Speaking of all gas, no breaks, as you were watching it, mm-hmm. I realized, oh, it reminds me of Victor Berger's editing style. And I realized, I don't think I've mentioned him on the show. He's an amazing editor who takes pre-existing footage of fringe characters mm-hmm. doing their thing and then edits them in these this very quirky, weird way that's very idiosyncratic. And um, Yeah, very cool. I'll have to watch more of that now. I have to recommend it to our listeners. Victor Berger. On Sunday when I came back, I, I wanted to go to two lectures. And we've already told you about the reverse audio one. But I was also really excited to go see Zadok Ra Osiris. Mm. Talk about Tesla, ET technology, and epic laser. Oh, right. And I thought, oh, this sounds amazing. This all sounds good. I saw his table a number of times, but never saw him behind it. Okay, I did see him behind. He's a really interesting looking character. So Zadok, and then in quotes, Ra Osiris, is this man, I would assume, in his 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a long and very like styled beard that it's long, but it runs down close to his face so it doesn't escape horizontally. Mm-hmm. A very animated character. I saw him earlier trying to hit up this young blonde lady, you know, maybe just engaging her in conversation. But still, he was like, you know, mm-hmm. obviously like, oh, I'm talking very to a pretty her. young lady. Yeah, <laughs> very engaged. Right. He would walk all over the convention. So I'd see him here and there. And he's wearing bright blue and gold robes. That uh, if I had to guess, were like uh, an African styling. Okay. And he had kind of that, that short hat on his head as well. Uh, right. What is his heritage? Is he a person of African descent? Just looks like a, a white guy. A white guy. Okay. Yeah, he was sitting behind his booth when I saw him. And there was a little sign, had a picture of him. And it said, this is really confusing. You can get 
an Akashic record reading. Okay. That makes perfect sense. But <laughs> here's what confuses me. Okay. okay. It's $140 per hour okay. for 40 minutes or oh. $70 per hour for 20 minutes. <laughs> Okay. So, is that per hour just confusing? What? <laughs> I'm guessing you pay $140, you talk to him for 40 minutes. You pay $70, you talk to him for 20 minutes. That's my guess. Oh, interesting. Or, I think you have to do the math. <laughs> so, what is it again? $140, $140 per hour for 40 minutes, which would mean essentially a two-thirds of 140 Right. Yeah. Uh Okay, so 280 divided by 3. 140 times 0.667. All right, we're talking like 9338. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, and then he's like, oh, I only take exact cash. <laughs> or you have $70 per hour for 20 minutes, so that's divided by 3. That's $23.34 if we round up. So... I would love to haggle Wait, that. so that's the better deal? Oh, yeah, it's much better because it's $70 per hour. So it's half the rate right. of before. So, yeah, so that's you a should, huge cost savings. Right. So, so even sign, if you got three of those. I'm almost certain that he added the per hour by accident, not understanding what oh that meant. Oh, my goodness. But I would love to haggle that afterwards. Like, oh, no, actually, if you look at your sign, it says that it's... <laughs> $70 per hour for 20 minutes, and that's a third of an hour. So I'm paying you a third of $70. And don't worry, I brought nickels. And I never got to fully explore this connection, but next to him, there was uh, this epic lasers. It seems like they were sharing a booth. So you had Zadok, Ra, Osiris, and his Akashic record readings, but also this epic lasers. Like, ooh, what's that all about? So yeah, this talk sounded really exciting. I want to go learn about both of these things. Mm -hmm. So when I got there on Sunday, by the time I got up into this uh, ballroom, which was kind of similar to the room where I saw David John Oates, there was uh, just this guy up there talking about these epic lasers. And I was like, well, where's Zadok Bra Osiris? Mm -hmm. And I was, I'd say like- I would recognize Zadok Bra Osiris. Right, yeah, with his flamboyant clothing. And, you know, there's no missing that guy. And I was 12 minutes late, but he wasn't even there. So hmm. I was like, did it get canceled, like his part of the talk? Or did he talk for five minutes and then run? <laughs> like, what happened hmm. to, I want to know more about him. He's such an interesting character. Uh, but no, instead it was this, uh, not to uh, perpetuate a stereotype, but kind of a Point Dexter-ish sort of fellow mm -hmm. uh, without any of the charisma that you would expect from oh, yeah. um, somebody who would be leading a religious movement or something. He was very much talking about his research with these epic lasers and, and how great they are. And so they're in the infrared spectrum mm -hmm. at precisely 980 nanometers. And he said, don't get fooled by all of these, you know, 808 nanometer Ugh, rays. You know, actually, he said something kind of nice in respect to that. He said, this spectrum is precisely calibrated to uh, get past the melanin in your skin. So, you know, people will get these infrared lasers and they'll try to use them on people maybe of African heritage. And mm. They'll just be totally unaffected. You want to get one that works best for oh, all but people. I figured out how to tap that market too. Hey, well, you know, I like that he was trying to be inclusive sure. in this, even if it was a little far-fetched. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting. Definitely 
I, this guy could blind by science well because my mind would just naturally tune out, first mm-hmm. of all, just because it was this drone, the way it was delivered, very, mm-hmm. very uncompelling. But also he's bringing up charts and he's talking about scans and research that he's done. They mentioned at one point, like, all this research was done before we had powerful computers. I'm thinking, like, what, early 90s huh. or earlier? Like, yeah. what, you haven't done any new research and this is, like, your line of right. business and all this time? Anyways. Did uh, you even get a patent in 2019? <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't get anything about Tesla or ET technology, but a lot about these epic lasers. One of my favorite parts was he brought up this slide and it was showing this graph of laser efficacy. And he was saying that the wavelengths are not what was available during biblical times, according to our friends at NASA. It's like, wait a second. So you're telling us that NASA is agreeing that in biblical times... There were lasers? Not lasers per se, but the radiation at that spectrum was naturally coming through our atmosphere from the sun. But he says that now our atmosphere is blocking this helpful radiation, which enhances your body's Ah, natural ability to repair itself. I see. So I could immediately sense, oh, I see what's going on here, because you have these biblical accounts of people like Methuselah, Uh, who lived to 969 years. Ah, right, right, right. And Noah lived to like his 900s as well. Yeah, 900 something, yeah. Yeah, Adam 930. You know, you had all these people lived exceedingly long lives. And um, allegedly, right. And so the idea was that you had this antediluvian canopy in the sky that somehow led in just the right radiation. Ah, I see. And that's why they they healed so well and lived so long. So this is what you can essentially use. So I'll, I'll save you the boring details. It was a boring talk. But the bottom line is, if you want to buy one of the lasers themselves, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to cost you $18,900. Oh, my God. Yeah. He only needs to sell one of those a year. Right. To feel like he's got a good side gig. <laughs> wow. Um, he has a practice where he has sessions where you pay 75 bucks, and then mm. he, he helps you with your knee, and then you know your shoulder now hurts the most. So he, he helps you with that, and sometimes it's like $85. But oh. uh, anyways, these are the epic lasers, and the FDA <sighs> cleared them enough times that they say now you know his devices are automatically cleared. Yay. Again, mm. they've determined, oh, yeah, he's not hurting anyone with this low-level infrared. Yeah. Uh, I'm which, sure if he got a different device, they wouldn't just clear it because it's made by him. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the actual clearance is just, okay, you keep filing for these things every other year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's that same type of device. You're fine. You're not hurting mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. But they're also not blanket endorsing it like this right. works. Of course. And speaking of which, yes, if it's in infrared, it is lower energy than visible light. But it's also higher energy than 5G signals still. Oh, right. Just putting that out there. <laughs> so, uh, Which is COVID, right? Correct. It is COVID-19. I give up, yes. No, it's not true. <laughs> That's not true. It has nothing to do with it. Those are completely unrelated. Uh, there was a great picture online someone had shared of uh, the 1918 pandemic mm-hmm. and an etching of a 1G radio tower mm. <laughs> in the background. <laughs> That's great. Uh, after that, I had a little bit of time to mill about before the reverse speech talk. So I wandered down to the lower level, which I hadn't seen before. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the lower level. Yeah. So I got to see some of the things Carrie was talking about down there. A, a lot more interesting booths. But <laughs> the place where I got stuck was the Happy Science booth. Oh, uh-huh. That's one that we could definitely do a deeper unpack of, so I won't talk about it too much, except that the the guy sort of engaged me in conversation, and 
I would either have to be rude and not talk to him Mm -hmm. or stay and talk for the next 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. which is what I ended up doing. And there were three people at the booth, uh, the man who was in front of the booth who stopped me and talked to me, and then a man behind the booth and and a woman behind the booth. And and they both kept trying to engage. They were happy I was there and talking. The the man behind the booth in particular kept trying to like add his little spin on points or throw in an additional little bit of clarification or insight. And the guy no. in front of the booth, yeah, kept shutting him down. What's with these people doing this? It's the third example at this conference. Right. And it was like, no, no, let me do the talking here. Yeah. I've got it. Wow. And it's not like he spoke better English or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, both of them had pretty thick accents. It was just like, hey, I'm the salesman. I, I finally got someone. I'm the expert. Yeah, let me do this. Wow. Uh, and uh, he was wearing uh, something I would call like a Carl Sagan jacket. Ooh, okay. Yeah, just that kind of uh, texture and color. Corduroy. Right. He's telling me about how all of these wonderful pieces of ancient wisdom had come from their founder, Ryuho Okawa. Oh, yeah. I saw books by this person floating around. The founder and discoverer of Happy Science. Yeah, they, they had people going as emissaries from the booth and just blanket handing out books by yeah. this guy. Okay, how many books would you guess that he has written? Or, or let's just say, how many titles has he written? 64. Over 2,600 titles um, of religious, spiritual, and self-development teachings. So we've got an LRH situation here where either he's like on pills churning out a bunch <laughs> of, of random gobbledygook right? or people are repackaging things and taking this writing and moving it around and adding this other thing. And now you've got kind of an anthology of previous writings, but it's got a new title. And then you move it around <laughs> right. again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I actually did read all of them. In preparation for no, this episode. That's Aww. a lie, and I can spot it. Gah. She could see the twinkle in my eyes. Yeah, he <laughs> sold... No, I just knew no one could do that. <laughs> <laughs> As if, like, oh, I actually did, and I just hid it from you. Even if I started reading that moment in early February when I met those people, yeah. I would not be done. Probably not. Nope. I could not keep up with Ryuho Okawa. Anyway, so yeah, this comes from Japan. I assume he is the discoverer and founder. These books have sold over 100 million copies worldwide, translated into 31 languages. And um, I was uh, I was stuck there for a very long time talking to them. And he was walking me through some of these books. He gave me a couple for free. I bought another one for 10 bucks. And uh, so now <laughs> I've got some reading materials to uh, to learn the true words spoken by Buddha. The Nine Dimensions, Unveiling the Laws of Eternity and the Laws of the Sun. Uh, they were ve- a lot of laws. Yes, right. Uh, but, you know, this guy's figured out everything, everything. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I wanted to throw them a little bit uh, their way and get an extra book out of this. So I've got some reading material. And he was very excited about me. At one point, he asked me, uh, so are you Christian or do you come from a Christian background? I said, well, I do, but actually I'm an atheist now. And Oh, goodness, the conversation changed. His face dropped. He looked very concerned for Aww. me. Oh, this this is not good. There are very spiritual things. And so this kind of, all of a sudden it changed his pitch. Yeah. Like, oh, and I wasn't sure if it was more of a, we need to help you or you may be unhelpable. 
Oh, right, right, right. Uh, but he was less excited about me all of a sudden, you know, uh-huh. because I had said that. Or you might be like an unwelcome force, like an SP kind of person, you know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And yet still, they had me fill out their form. Okay. Uh, though I Now, have, are they Christian? That's a good question. Well, the, the point they were making, that's a, that's a good thing to ask. The point they were making is that I think this is compatible. The happy science is compatible with all the major religions. Uh, of course it is. But I just happened to be the one thing that was incompatible. And come to think of it, I gave them my email. I don't think i've gotten any emails Hmm. so uh you know what maybe they just threw it away the second i walked away like this guy's bad yeah interesting though the guy behind the booth he did get in one comment he said oh you have very japanese eyes oh okay well thank you (laughs) uh so yeah that was my brief interaction with happy science but maybe uh maybe more to come who knows who can say? Who can say? Certainly not us. That made me just a tad late for uh, our friend David Oates, but uh, I think I got there right as things were starting up. Which with the David Oates talk is actually the end. You start at the end and you reverse oh. through the top. Oh, a good point. Yeah. That's true. So it's you're right. I a missed, good point. I missed the end of the talk <laughs> <laughs> if you reverse the whole thing. Exactly. One other thing we haven't mentioned is that there was an artist there named Douglas Taylor. Oh, yeah. Who is a UFO contactee. He was set up right next to the Jimmy Church booth. And he does art of the aliens he has been in contact with. I'm using the word contactee because I believe he does. The word abductee is uh, not necessarily embraced by those who feel that their abduction was friendly. Mm -hmm. So I think he feels his were. But anyway, he paints all of these different uh, aliens. And that picture of me talking to Dylan and holding up my painting, that, that was from... Douglas Taylor. Yeah, and you you bought, was it two paintings? Just one. Actually, I tried to get two. I was going to get Drew a set because I knew he'd really like them. And he had a deal if you bought two. Mm-hmm. But then I think like his, oh yeah, his square wasn't working at all. Okay. So I was like, well, I can give you cash, but then I can only get one. These are pretty fun. Looks like kind of a combination of airbrush and sometimes computer printout. And Yeah, the one I got is pretty pixelated. <laughs> okay. You know what? Actually, I'd, I'd be speculating on the exact method here, but I guess it's kind of a mixed media. And then finally, it's gicle on canvas, which I always think is hilarious. <laughs> Essentially just means, I think gicle is like the a French word for nozzle. nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> you told me this there. That's so great. I've never <laughs> heard that before. But I'm going to start calling people I don't like a douche. Gicle. Douche, gicle, douche nozzle. <laughs> uh, so essentially, <laughs> when you say gicle on canvas, it's not like there's some interesting new wax medium you didn't know about. Like, oh, next to encaustic, the gicle. No, it just means it's a digital print on canvas. Those things you see at Target. Or at Target. <laughs> Target, gicle. Yeah, wow. Conscious Life Expo. What a place. It was a wonderland for you and I. It would be impossible to give it ratings because it was a bunch of different things. Yeah, people have noted we haven't been giving uh, ratings as much lately. Yeah, yeah well, sorry. it's not our fault. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> I also uh, totally our fault. wanted to mention that Linda Moulton Howe's Antarctica documentary is on Amazon Prime. I believe it's $3.99 to rent. Oh, yeah. I watched it 
very entertaining. Oh, nice. I haven't convinced my wife and son to watch that with me yet. Oof. Yeah, maybe we can do a live stream of it. They've become... Or watching and people can watch with us if they want. They've become very leery of the things that dad slash Ross <laughs> want to watch. Uh-huh. And uh, huh. they'll usually let me get away with uh, a certain class of movies. But then there's all these documentaries and stuff like, ooh, we could watch this. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> We're going to watch Seinfeld. Uh-huh. Fair. But I just want to say my favorite thing about the Antarctica documentary yeah. is that Spartan 1 and Spartan 2 are the main characters, right? Mm-hmm. They're in that like dark anonymous silhouette the whole time, right? Yes. But <laughs> she has lit it and she is editing it. Mm-hmm. Her name's on every single credit pretty much. There are transitions <laughs> where the light kicks up and oh, you can just for seconds at a time like see their shirts, see pieces of their face okay there's one part where i'm pretty sure one of them says the other guy's name now i can't remember what it is oh, but wow. like it's not bleeped it's it's a little messy <laughs> okay uh but it's very entertaining we should track them down spartan one spartan two yeah spartan one spartan two if you're listening please get in touch i just want to know you i want to know the story well thank you all for joining us on this amazing journey through the world of the conscious life expo It's been a wild one. Let's hope that uh, we all get back to a normal place where we can go to conferences and see each other and interact in person. And, uh, you know, maybe next year we'll be at the Conscious Life Expo again. I hope so. Do you think there will be society again? (laughs) Do you think there will be a society again then? By then? Yeah. I want to bet money. Okay, cool. Let's hope so. Yeah, I I wonder. But you know what? Uh, I just mean in-person society, not... um... We have a society. I just want a, uh, yeah, I just want a real president by then. Wouldn't that be great? That's all I'm asking for. That would be super. All I want for Christmas. You're not going to get it by Christmas. Well, at least I'll have the promise of it. Okay, fair enough. Goodbye. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, yeah, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. Whoa, that worked. (laughs) Okay. Whoops. Here, yours again. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ja, Abluch. Ja, Anyway, such a good app, you guys. I hope that they sponsor the show. Uh- what I was Group really on reverse speech. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I reverse speech app on the Apple App Store and I hope the Google Play Store. I haven't checked. Mm, Anyways, right. yeah, I was hoping that after that episode came out that he saw a big spike in downloads and it's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Where did the app get featured? Well, that's it for our show and for the Conscious Life Expo, though. Uh, we may have some fun follow up from uh, some of these uh, some of these things and people we met and did. So true. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. This episode was edited by Ross Blotcher. You can support us by sharing the show with your friends, giving us a positive review mm-hmm. on iTunes mm-hmm. or Google Play or Spotify, Overcast, or wherever you get our podcast. And you can also support us at MaximumFun.org slash donate mm-hmm. or slash join. We have been told, even though our Max Fund Drive is still forthcoming Mm -hmm. and trust me we're gonna have all kinds of amazing incentives and extra content and that is the most fun time to join it is the most fun time to join maximum fun but if you join now that will count towards our eventual goal Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, so you will be part of that. So if right now, if you're thinking, oh, I was really wanting to support Ross and Carrie, and I am in a position where I can do that right now, we know these are difficult times. Uh, if you if you start doing that, just know that you will be part of the Max Fund Drive uh, when it does come. So we're not uh, going to stop you. We're not going to stop you. So we we do hugely appreciate that. This this makes what we do possible. It actually does. I think I'm also going to start putting my research materials on my Etsy store. Oh, ooh. And I'll, I'll sign them for your friend or whatever. I think, because uh, I know a lot of times people want to support the show in a little way. Yeah. Get just a one-time bump. How do people uh, find your Etsy store? I don't know. Search Etsy. I don't know everything. Fair. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the link. All right. I think it's Oh No Carrie is the store. <laughs> But what's the You're a great promoter. I don't know. All right, okay. I'm not a magician. And thank you to all of you who do and continue to support us for making this show possible for everybody. Yeah. We hugely appreciate it. Also, we have social media. Yeah, we do. We We have have Facebook. Facebook. Ruined our society, but we're still there. We're still there. Facebook.com slash onrack. O-N-R-A-C. Yep, good You should all watch The Great Hack, though. Good pitch for that. And we have Twitter at Ono Podcast. And remember. Hi. I've created this whole personal website to find a woman to marry me. Creating an exquisitely happy, incredibly powerful marriage with an awesome goddess is the most important thing in the world to me. I've been on a long, deep spiritual journey looking for her. And along the way, I have grown and developed and transformed myself tremendously. And I've learned a lot. In this video, I'm going to tell you about the most important thing I'm looking for in a marriage, and that's resonance, divine resonance. Resonance is a magical energy flow that happens when a system is perfectly tuned. The energies match. In non-resonance systems, energy that gets put into the system gets wasted. But when resonance is achieved, the energy put into the system builds and builds. A good example is a playground swing. When a child who doesn't know how to pump the swing sits in the swing, she pulls on the change and she wiggles and flails around and puts a lot of energy in, but her energy is wasted. Then she says she doesn't get a ride. She just says, push me. Well, there are two things a child needs to learn. The first, uh, and most children wouldn't be able to explain this, the first is that the swing has a natural resonant frequency that's determined by the length of the chain. It's a pendulum, like this. If I make the string, let's say, this long, let's see what the resonant frequency is. One, two, one, two, one, two. But if I make the string much shorter, the resonant frequency will be much higher. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, like that. That's the resonant frequency. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My Uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. 
Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. <laughs> a new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.